Konnichiwa. Nina-san, konnichi, motherfucking wa. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. Uh, we are doing this on a Monday because we were busy Thursday. Yes. Well, we I were was, watching shit. I was busy what? Thursday. I was busy at a club on a Thursday. And I was busy with what we're going to close with later. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's it's a hush hush. It's a secret unless you read the fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> unless you know how to read. Right. Do they, I wonder if the title shows up when we stream or not. Well, uh, anyway, anyway, I am Matt as always, and to join me as always, my co-hi Ethan. What's up? What's up? We're trying to comment so I can get everybody on this bitch at every one. Will it work? Not everyone. I have to. I think I have to like share. Like it, like it, like it never pops up. It never does. So I don't know. I, I well, I shared it on my actual Facebook. Shared uh, it to my friends. Okay, there we go. At everyone, there we go. Oh, you did. All, All right, right. Go, go, go. Bang! Let's go, bitch. Let's go, bitch. Let's go, ho. Yep. Trying to get some viewers on this bitch. Let's go. We are um, good. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, we were busy Thursday. Uh, yeah. I was watching something that we are going to close with, and you're yeah. out clubbing. Yes, and I watched what we are closing with the next day on Friday. Yeah, we are doing that. Uh, we have an update from our little argument from last week. Oh yeah, how did that go, Matt? Oh, uh, we both fucked up. <laughs> did we? I don't know. You, I, I think the problem we was definitely you, fucked up. Yeah, I, I think the problem was we both thought two things happened episode four. Because I was still talking about episode four. You kind of jumped ahead. Yeah, I jumped ahead. But then you were like, this happened in episode five. And I was like, yeah. no. You, you no. got one thing wrong. I got one thing wrong. We just fucked up. So we're good. We're our bad people. Go men aside. Go men. Go, Go men. men. But we got, it's only one episode this week. So we'll be fine. <laughs> yes. We'll be fine. Uh, yes. But I know the fans have made a bitch. like, what the fuck are these two are talking about? <laughs> Hey, you see what I did? We got 15 fucking streams in this bitch. All right. Konnichiwa, minasai. That means welcome. And we just lost four people when I started talking Japanese. Fuck you. <laughs> like, who's this fucking weed? Fuck you. <laughs> right. yeah, we lost three more because I said fuck them. <laughs> Watching like, the numbers just dwindle no, they're, down. They're, no, they're like, who the fuck is Tagus? Oh, they, goodbye. These two fucking dweebs. Alrighty, uh, let's let's get. To, and let's we're back up for twelve. This. Let's go. It's like fucking. Like, are we done? Nope. Are you gonna come? Nope. Are you almost there? Uh, nope. <laughs> all right, let's get to some news before we continue on. Yeah. Uh, we got some adaptations. Uh, sweet reincarnation. Oh, sweet it is. Uh, I'm. All, I'm not gonna read a synopsis. <laughs> go all ahead. Right. No, I, I will do it. Okay. Uh, a promising. Pat's Isir meets what? his demise and leaves the world without ever having achieved his dream of making the world's greatest pastry. Oh, but when he is given another chance, he reincarnates as nine-year-old pastry Mil Mortel, determined to be successful this second time. His life would not be as sweet as his treats, though as he encounters unfamiliar hardships in the magical world. To get one step closer to his lifelong desire, Pastry must learn how to fight, utilizing his confectionery knowledge and discover magic along the way. Meh. Okay, we're not going to watch What What recipe is this? I'm not watching that shit. You can, we're you, not. We're not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm probably good. 
Um, this baseball anime, Mix Messy Story, gets a second season. Oh, nice. Uh, last first season aired 2019. So, yeah, there you go, guys. I thought I should have answered the fucking thing like this. <laughs> oh, Nichiwa! In my fucking, uh... And, and, we're, and we're down the four. I know, right? Who's the guy from, uh, from Skeleton Knight? What's his name? Ark? Ark. There he goes, my Ark cosplay. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I love Arky. He's such a badass. <laughs> uh, also, for the fans of Tower of God, we're getting to season two. As long as you're not fans of Ro- uh, Rochelle, that is. Uh, Rahel. Rahel, yeah. Rahel. That, that Rahel. 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 She is hell, for real. Oh, God. But it looks like we're going to be focused on new characters, judging by the poster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I love season one. Yeah, I love season one, too. I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, I think it's around there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next page. Next mensaje. Yes. Uh, Rankin of Kings is getting a special episode next year. Did they also say that they're gonna get a, like another announcement, or is it just like a over? I don't know for right now. But mm. that's all we got as of right now. Oh, I thought know. it was season two. I was like, oh, I'm excited, season two. Like, no, it's a special episode. Right? Like, ah, oh, yeah, fucker. It's better than nothing. I know it is. I wonder what we're gonna do. I just hope it's not a recap. <laughs> that would be I would fun. be pissed. Um, let's see. Delicious in Dungeon is gonna TV anime. Delicious in a dungeon. Delicious in Dungeon or Dungeon Meshi. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's We'll find out when it comes out. That makes sense. Unfortunate news. Huh? Uh, Actor uh, Kiyoshi Kobayashi has passed away. He was a yeah. uh, Daisuke Jigen from Lupin the Third. Yes. Uh yeah. He, it was announced on August eighth, but he actually passed away July thirtieth. I mean, yeah. They, 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 they that's not private. That's not uncommon. Yeah, not I know. Common. Yeah. No. no, he was he was eighty nine. <laughs> well, he lived the fuck. Uh, no, yeah, great career. Life. I love this stuff. I love this figure, Jigen. He lived a hell of a life, partner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lock uh, up my front door. My friend just left really quick. Go ahead. Uh, cool, cool. Keep up. Keep up. But, yeah, uh, condolences to his friends, family, loved ones, co-workers. Indeed. May Indeed. he rest in peace. I don't know how to say rest in peace in Japanese, but yes. Yeah. Rip. Rip. R.I.P. Uh, anime project of Danjo no Yujo wa Setritsu Suru. Jesus. Or Iya Shinai. Can a boy and girl friendship hold up? No, oh, I can. see that one. I saw that one. I was like, "What's with this?" Stuff? No, you sounded like, sound like Io Shirai. You said, "I thought you said Io Shirai." Ishi, 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 Ishi. But oh, goddamn! Uh, long title. Goddamn it! Stop it. Whatever. But it, uh, we'll we'll will we watch it probably. No, no, for serious. Like, can't, I mean, hey, that sounds right up our alley. It know? does sound right up our alley. Uh, Oni My, I'm Now Your Sister is going to have a TV anime. Winter 23. Mm. Uh, it it looks... She, well, she's a kid, so it's don't expect an entry. There's mm. a calm down. Calm down. Mm, like, chub? Nope, no chub. Nope, stop. <laughs> no chub. Uh, oh yeah, um, what you call it? Psychopaths? This has a tenth anniversary with a new movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Psychopaths, so mm, good for you guys. 
But uh, hey, a fucking show that's named Psychopath. Bro, speaking Psych- of Psychopath, speaking of Psycho, I saw some fucking like the plot to a hentai. Yeah. Oh my lord. I talk uh, about a uh, metamorph or something like that. Yes, dude. Stop. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. So I. I didn't even look. Thank God I didn't read it. I just read like the plot. I read the entire plot, and I was like, "When does it get better?" It doesn't. No. No. It doesn't. No. It, I literally was so depressed. I literally went online and like looked at multiple hentai to make myself feel better before I went to bed because I read that before I went to bed. <laughs> literally, I was like, "I need something. Give me fucking boy crush falls on fucking female vagina. Give me uh, something. I don't want to read about yes. horrible shit from Metamorphosis." Anyway. Anyway, uh, Hayaku, uh, you're not getting a season five, but you're getting a two-part movie, and that's how they're going to end it. That's not a bad way to go out. No. Unless you're no, fucking no. Marte. Me, everyone, me, me, me. No, no. I, I, it's probably just better it? that way. It's our podcast. Whoever said this, I don't know who we are, because I can't see it. It's just his face. What is this? What is our life? Nani kore? That means what? It, what is this in Japanese? What it, what it is? What is it? What is it this? What is it this? Yes. <laughs> what is it this? Yes. <laughs> it is not good English, like you apparently. It's all right, <laughs> but but welcome. Ah, Shimas. All right, next adaptation: the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Are we down to one person? Yeah. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, but yeah, that's getting uh, one more skate. Uh, skate the Infinity is getting a second season and an OVA. Mm. Ah, oh, we forgot, we forgot one more news. Whatever. It's in the title Bleach. Oh, a thousand God. Year War. It's oh, a Disney God. Plus exclusive in Japan. So, unless you have a VPN, you're gonna have to pirate that ship. No, seriously, dude. That fucking annoyed me. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, to do what? <laughs> to sit there. Like, goddamn. Come on. Like, with Country Roll, it's a bigger audience, but the Disney in Japan's like, ah, fuck you. It's ridiculous. I'm you know, I'm with Sean from our group. Yeah. I, I, how Disney just doesn't they don't put respect on the fucking uh on uh on anime's name. But they, they you know they're gonna make a profit off of it for sure. You know, yeah, but, but... Like what the shit, man? You know how I'll feel better about this if they give me a fucking bleach ride somewhere. They fucking better. better. A bleach ride. Imagine you imagine us. Imagine a summertime rendering ride. Oh god, that'd be just a mind fuck. Dude, Universal should have definitely bought the rights to that, so they could have put that in like uh, what's it called, Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, oh god, no! People will be leaving that. (laughs) Dude, can you imagine? Holy shit. Do they do Halloween Horror Nights in Japan? I wasn't there during Halloween, so... I wonder. Well, do they believe in Halloween? They should. I don't know. Ah, fuck. But well, anyway, well, let's <laughs> move on. We got, re- we got reviews. We do. We're just... Hold on, we got a... Watch Summertime Rendering. Disney is legit in anime right now. They just haven't came states out yet, but soon. It's probably Sean. Because Sean is a huge uh, huge summertime buff. Or it could be yeah. Angel. Well, it, it's great. It, it deserves to be seen worldwide instead of just... It does, indeed. 
And then you I, can I, watch I, it. I, and I then you can it. talk about it. I would watch it. It's just I want to wait for it to come on Disney side. You know, like I just don't. If we, what if we don't get it? <laughs> if we don't, I mean, if we don't get it, then for sure I will definitely pirate it. But you didn't hear that from me. Yeah. A podcast about anime. Hey, someone responded. Yes, that's right. It's not just a podcast about anime. We do make a lot of wrestling jokes. We make a lot of like you know snide comments that are definitely inappropriate, and we get you fired elsewhere because you know yeah. that's how we are. We're not we're not paid. Not at all. It's like you know we were well. Matt's not wearing a wrestling shirt this week, but I basically always wear a wrestling shirt at this yeah. stage. It's whatever shirt I had worn previously that I was like, oh, let me just wear this again. You know. Right. <laughs> anyway, all right. But you got we you got reviews. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm in the middle of a fucking video. Shit. <laughs> Stop your fucking video. <laughs> I can't. It's it's an ad for a game. I'm trying to get coins. <laughs> I'm looking, you can't get coins on the side. Three, two, one. All right, I can X out. All right, I got one more video and I got two more videos. All right, I can just start off. I think I have a general idea what it is. Oh no, I have my do I have my list? No, I don't have the Google list here. How do you get a Google list on here? Google list do you want me to go? no hold on i'm gonna do it uh google shop you got it you got it google notes yeah let's do google notes google notes live googling y'all sign in google accounts there we go sign in the google accounts although i'm already signed in probably there we go dark theme yeah turn it on hell yeah let me see darkness hell yeah hello darkness my old friend it's nice to see i don't have any notes I thought I had notes. You what didn't write, you didn't, you, you didn't write Google, your notes? We have Google Docs. Is that what we have, Matt? Google Docs? Google oh, for Docs. the stuff we write down? Yeah, it's probably in Google Docs. It's probably Docs. It is Docs. It's Docs. Okay. My Cox Docs. I keep watching my videos while I do this. All right, there we go. Uh, you never wrote yours down. I got I, I got my, my anime list. I got the list on. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I got my analyst too. Oh, drop anime. We got to include uh, what's it called? Um, the, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is what it? the maid I hired? Yeah, the maid. Are yeah, you still so watching I, that? I am still watching. Okay, the maid I hired. Yeah. Ethan, Ethan, because I dropped it. You didn't drop any others, right? What I said, you didn't drop any others, right? Nope, this time. Okay, all right, let me stop bullshitting. Enough. We're good. All right. So first one we're gonna go on is uh Ruby. We'll go with Ruby. So right, I'm Ruby. pretty convinced that Ruby is basically we got no viewers now. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Well, fuck you too. Guys. That's okay. That's fine. Fuck you all. Anyway, um, no, so I'm convinced Ruby, this whole like season is kind of like one long fucking like movie-esque story, I think. So basically we continue on with the process of them like trying to go through the dreams they're continuing to struggle ruby and and team ruby are continuing to struggle inside of weiss's dream and um again they fail they come out and right. at this point they're like dejected that they haven't been able to do anything they're getting deeper and deeper but this because of how deep weiss's like psychological like torture kind of is like in her head like the shit that she's been through they kind of just they're, they're stuck so they disperse but before they disperse the sensei is like hey like you know you guys have to go in a third time if you go in a third time and you fail she's gonna die so you can't fuck this up so they they disperse they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do they don't know what they're gonna do and then so they they all split and so um blake goes off to um to see uh what's it called one of the foundnesses that's in town the uh who's the other girl 
Um, the, I always forget the blonde one. I always forget the blonde girl. Where's Ruby? Ruby, 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 Ruby. Ruby, Ruby, oh, Ruby. Are you talking about the blonde girl? Yang. Yang, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yang. Yang ends up seeing um the weird, the mysterious, uh, what's it called? What's her name? Uh, I can exit out of this now. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, I'm done with the game. Cool, right. cool, cool. Um, do you know? Because you saw this briefly. Yeah. Um, did in I guess the original Ruby? Did they have like an an android type character in the town? It's like a little girl. I talk about Penny. Yeah, that yeah, Penny. Yeah, yeah, they had Penny. Yeah, so she speaks to Penny in town, and um, Ruby ends up speaking to uh, the other team. Do you? Know, I forgot the other team is Team Juniper. I think it's Team Juniper. Yeah, Team Juniper. And specifically, she talks to Jean, who was in the previous uh, episode. He was the one that was possessed. And so they each and they talk to their people and they get ideas. And basically, they talk about um, changing the dream and and doing things like differently. And so um, John also offers like, hey, like I've been possessed. Like I want to help. So they go to the sensei and they're like, hey, John wants to help. And they're like, well, you know, you should be able to navigate through the dream because anybody who's been possessed kind of has like immunity to like the dream so they can freely move around um but you you know you run the risk basically of getting headaches and allergy like symptoms and in worst case scenario you'll die and he's like well fuck it all right no he wasn't happy at first but what is he gonna do he wants to help so they go into the dream again they start changing the dream so throughout the um the previous episodes they were told like hey don't touch anything in the dream it may affect things so now they're going in saying like all right let's change it see what happens so at the beginning of each time they've entered uh weiss's dream the white fang are going after a um a truck of dust not a truck a uh, a train a train shipment of dust and they always let the 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 white fang take o- take over the train and and derail the train and take the dust and this causes great strain on weiss in the dream so instead they go in and they defend the uh the the, the train of dust and they defeat the white fang so that way they can get into the city and why sees this and she's confused she's like holy shit like this is i need the shipment it's for good for the business but it's i'm letting these people in and as she struggles she struggles and she's like all right fuck it i'm gonna let them in so she lets the train into the station and then basically all like the uh all of the the town like all of the the the, the um housing and buildings move off to the side for this train rail that goes directly up the middle um it's actually pretty cool and so they get deeper in the dream uh, because of that. And so as they do that, they send John out on the list or on the next task. And again, John can move freely, move freely. And he ends up going into a um, he ends up going into like the I forget, like this holding cell where he his other self is supposed to be in, but um, is not. So he is able to to um, to trick the sleepy Klein. Sleepy it's the Klein is uh, Weiss's butler. And there's a different iterations of Klein. That I mentioned, like slow, uh, sleepy, dopey, um, angry, sad, cl- whatever the fuck, like all the different things of the seven dwarves. So it's the seven clients. So he's able to deceive sleepy Klein and he's able to get inside of like this weird, like circus type of thing inside of the dream. But he's able to find basically the key to Weiss's heart, the relic. Um, and it's a golden relic. It's a golden. Um, uh, what's the um, the night? Is it the night in chess? the uh the horse it's night right yeah yeah so they find the golden knight before it was red now they find a golden knight and in the process when he takes the golden knight from this location he actually uh releases these suppressed 
um, childhood feelings of Weiss. Like, you know how typical children are like, I want to play outside. I want sweets. I want to hug. I want to play with my friends. Weiss hid all of these feelings, repressed all these feelings within her so she can be mature and, you know, live up to their family name and expectations. And <clears throat> so um, she, he was able to release them and that helps them out through the process. They convert like a bunch of things. They're able to proceed through. Um, but then Weiss sees this and she gets pissed off. Like they're meddling in all of her shit. So eventually Weiss confronts them um, saying like, yo, I'm going to pass judgment. That's how the episode ends. But before she says that line, she basically conjures the um the nightmare within them like this giant fucking thing like comes out of the sky and it's like robotic but it's the nightmare and so the next episode they're gonna have to face the nightmare for the first time and again with that pressure of they can't fuck up because if they fail they're done so um it's really solid though you know this is definitely considered like i like i said if you have seen the the previous uh seasons you would definitely be impressed by the quality of the animation and at the same time it's they they called it semi-canon. I believe that's what they said. Rooster Teeth called yeah. it semi-canon, where it's not canon, but if you want to make a canon, you can just put it at any given point, like at the beginning of like the series, and it'll, right. it'll work. It'll work. And I guess the whole idea of that is basically trying to build up the relationship because I don't know how they did it in the seasons, how they built up the relationship with uh with Team Ruby because you know they're they're pretty dysfunctional because of Weiss and 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 Ruby specifically. And I don't know if anything happened with Blake and Yang later on in the season that caused any sort of dysfunction they had to go over, but um that's kind of what they're building towards in essence. But for someone who didn't see it at all, like it, it really makes me want to go back, even though like I saw like the first few episodes and I was like, this is garbage. Like I don't want to watch this. But now like I feel like I, I feel almost obligated, like I ha- kind of have to. Um right. but in any case, so that's uh that's uh, Ruby. I, I always enjoy it very much. It's got a great soundtrack too, so that's one of the reasons why I keep up with it, uh, sp- specifically because of that fucking uh, that uh, soundtrack. Uh, next, we'll go with Shine On Bakumatsu Bad Boys. This is a low key, really entertaining one. The way they do their stories are really good. Um, so this week's episode is uh, what's it called? Sorry, taking a swig of water. You know, by the way, for some of these, because we didn't record on Thursday, we skipped a couple episodes. Of what? Of whatever we watched. So I'm I could go over two episodes, but I'm I'm not. Like I would have to go over two episodes of, of Bad Boys. Technically, I would have to go over two episodes of Ruby, which I didn't. Um so all of these, a lot of these are gonna be two episodes when you think about it, because we didn't record on Thursday. Ah, uh, that'll be fine. <laughs> all right, anyway, so I'm not doing much of them. But anyway, for uh bad boys. Um, to recap the previous episode, basically, um, they ban uh, what's it called after the whole like debacle that happened with uh, Ichiban Boshi and his son. I'm not his son, his uh, his brother, uh, Sukido. Uh, they basically ban him from participating in the next mission, which is basically a raid. They find out um, information that the um, the mass demons are in this location. Unfortunately, the location is in the center of town. Um, and it has close ties to the to the to the magistrate through this through um, not deception, but um, through sleuthing, they are able to find out that basically the um, the town magistrate has been basically cooperating with the uh, with the mass demons um, in, in regards to a kerosene business and basically price gouging in order to um, get more funds and then providing those funds to the uh, the mass demon. And so. They're like, all right, we're going to do a raid on this compound. Ichiban Boshi, you still can't go because we can't trust you. So Ichiban Boshi goes out to the bar and gets fucking shit-faced on sake. And when he goes to the bar, he meets this guy. And they they 
uh, what's called they take a liking to each other because of their their deep family ties. The guy's name is uh, Hulky Joe, I believe it's Hulky Joe, um, H O K I J O Hulky Joe. Yeah. Um, so he meets Hulky Joe, and they again they bond. Everything's good, and so uh, Ichiban Boshi they basically drink until the morning, and Ichiban Boshi is like, hey. Um, let's keep drinking. And then Hoki Joe's like, you know, I can't. I got uh, things to take care of, but, you know, I wish you good health and all that other bullshit. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, everything's all good. So he goes out. Ichiban Boshi goes back to base. And we see Hoki Joe go to the building that they're going to perform the raid on. And we see Hoki Joe is working with the mass demons. And he says, hey, I want to quit. Um, I, you know, I think it's my time to move on. And they're like, all right, no problem. We won't stop you. Feel free. Thank you. He goes away. But of course, Nothing's ever that simple when you quit fucking any sort of gang or organization or some shit, is it, Matt? Yeah. Never that simple. So yeah. something happens later on in the episode that I'll talk about. Um, anyway, the raid happens. Ichiban Boshi stays. And they basically find they go in the compound. They see nobody in the compound. They're like, where the fuck is everybody? Um, but one of the commanders basically finds a uh, like a hidden basement with a lock. One of the other commanders picks the lock and they go down in the basement and they, they find that where the mass demons are headquartered. But they also find Sukito there. Sukito then goes and he lights up some kerosene that's inside of that basement and then he traps them inside of the basement um for them to basically burn the death and so they're trying to figure out a way to get out trying to figure out a way to get out ichiban boshi of course he can't stay still he ends up running to the scene and he finds sukito there and he's like oh i want to save my friends i want to save my friends but i don't want to kill you i don't want to kill you and they're like oh you know ichiban boshi you got to save us you got to save us so um, as he's trying to figure out what to do, uh, what's his face? Um, Sukito, aka Rashomaro, yeah. was like, uh, Hokijo, come over. And he's like, Oh, I don't know if you guys have met, but this is Hokijo. He's the town magistrate. He's the he's, he's also the corrupt town magistrate. And she's like, Oh my god, how could you be, you know, how could you be corrupt? Like, da da da. He's like, I'm, and the guy's like, Hey, I'm willing to do anything for my sister. Like the whole thing was like, I'm willing to do anything, anything, <laughs> anything for my sister, including being corrupt and working with the mass demons. Mm. So Tsukito basically forces them to fight. And one of the initial missions, one of the initial parts of the raid was like, hey, we need to find the town magistrate and we need to arrest him alive so he can confess to his crimes. So uh, Tsukito basically pushes the magistrate uh, Hokijo and uh, and what's his face? Ichiban Boshi together to fight. And as they're fighting, the um the uh shinsengumi which is basically the gang of uh the gang of samurai they're like we got to get out we got to get out so they use an explosive to get out of the of the building but of course then the rest of the building basically catches fire as a result of the explosion when they get out of the basement with the explosion everyone's like everyone's okay yeah and they look at ishiban boshi saying like why are you here and he's killed fucking hokijo and they're like what did you do and he didn't want to he, he, the whole point was he didn't want to he didn't want to he didn't want to um, and so basically their entire raid was for nothing because any evidence they could have gotten from the kerosene factory has been lit on fire and is destroyed. They didn't kill any mass demons. The guy they were supposed to arrest alive was killed instead by the guy that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place because he was banned from the mission because of the fact he couldn't kill his brother who's with the mass demons. And so they're like, the uh, the main guy Sakuya, who's like kind of an asshole, he's like, "How can we recuperate from this failure?" And the commander of the of the Shinsengumi is like, "We're gonna disband because this is utter disgrace and a failure." 
And that's how the episode ends. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. that's good storytelling. Like, they really did really good storytelling. Like, you, with the, that good storytelling and then, like, some of the action scenes. And, you know, this is, I think this is a really, like, slept on show. It's not going to get a lot of points. Um, the animation style, it reminds me a little bit of, of a movie that I'm going to talk about later as well in terms of, like, that, like, picturesque type of art. It's not fluid animation. It's, like, picture art. Yeah. Um, but it's really unique from that aspect because it's not, it doesn't look like that CGI bullshit that we see a lot of times with a lot of animes. So, as a whole, really solid and it's getting it's being slept on. I think it's really being slept on. Um, next up, Boruto. Um, so basically, the arc, if we, I haven't explained it already, um, I did actually try to briefly explain it. The last time I talked about Boruto, I mentioned that they are going into the um, the uh, what's it called? Um, himawari and kawaki arc and we find out what that is basically in the previous episode the previous episode before last that i'm gonna talk about basically kawaki is um tasked with bodyguarding in secret uh a foreign exchange student who happens to be a princess of a nearby like village tiny village so there there are people that are after this woman this girl's life she's got to be like 10 or something but they're after this girl's life and he's got to secretly be a bodyguard and he's the only one who of the team seven who hasn't been at the academy so they're like oh this will be perfect you get to learn at the academy some and at the same time like you get to you know fulfill this mission but it's a secret you can't tell anybody you can't even tell himawari who happens to be in the same class as you two okay so over time he tried kawaki is just like super duper weird because he's you know, he's antisocial, he doesn't know how to really socialize and be around people as it is. It's a pain in the ass to get him to be around all the other right. people within the group, let alone fucking little children that are annoying, more annoying than the little children that he hangs out with as it is. So anyway, um, so he starts acting weird, and Himawari begins to be suspicious. But you know, he has good intentions, but it's only part of the mission. He doesn't sincerely want to be friends with this girl, but he has to basically be friends with the girl. And the end of the episode, you see Himawari basically eavesdrop on Boruto and Kawaki. I'm sorry, not Boruto, Naruto and Kawaki having a conversation in Naruto's office in the home, saying, "How's the mission going?" And Himawari's like, "Oh, it's a secret mission. No wonder." So the next episode, um, she confronts him and is like, "Oh, do you need help with your secret mission?" And Kawaki's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you know this? And she's like, you were eavesdropping, weren't you? Of course. Little fucking girl eavesdropping on on the fucking adult talking. (laughs) But she's like, I won't tell anybody. Don't worry. And then Kawaki's like, no, I don't need your help. I don't want to get you involved. Like, stay out of it. And so they end up having to do, like, there's basically beef between, like, this really popular girl who's the daughter of, like, an actress in the village and the princess because everyone loves the princess. And the girl's, like, one of those spoiled brats. Like, everyone should love me. Pay attention to me. I hate it. But they have beef and the the princess is like, oh, I'm going to have a tea party for everybody. So they go have the tea party again. Kawaki is super awkward, but he's there. And um, we find out that the girl who has beef with the with the princess secretly fucking put a um, secretly put mustard in this cake that the princess spent like the whole <laughs> like night making. And so like, I'm gonna fuck it up. Kawaki smells the mustard, but doesn't realize it's mustard. And he's like, holy shit, it's poison. Don't eat it. And he fucking just fucks up the entire cake with no like rationale or explanation, just fucks it all up and starts a whole like food fight too with this other guy who's jealous of Kawaki trying to get close to the princess that he's crushing on. And this whole big old thing happens. Basically, they do some sort of invest. Uh, what's it called? So Kawaki's like, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to cool my head. Himawari comes over. They talk and was like, hey, you know, 
this is mustard, da da da. Like, all right, I need your help. And she also helped him with like some some type of etiquette in the tea party because he's like, I don't know how to fucking do a pre tea party. What the fuck is this? So she helped him with etiquette and she helped him with this investigation. They come to find out, they easily find out that the uh, that the mustard was put into the cake by the jealous bitch. The jealous bitch and uh, and the princess get into a fight. Like not like a physical fight, but they get into a yelling match. And she said, "I'm sorry." And why is my homeboy calling me? Uh, my my work my work is, is he is he stoned? No, it's my work coworker. Why is he? What the fuck, bro? What is Frankie doing? Um. Oh, what the fuck is this, dude? Um. I'll check. I'll check in the AM. Is that? Got, uh, now I got work fucking messaging me, bro. What is Frankie doing? It's a uh, count migration. It's like we're in the middle of the we're in the middle of this, pal. <laughs> Basically, bro. Basically, pal. So he said he would keep it going and send me the tickets, and I'll just merge them as they come in. I. Don't even want to know the number at the moment. Don't want to know. I don't want to know. All right. Anyway, back to this. Um, Where was I at? Oh, they get into a fight. Find out. Da, da, da. Everybody cools off at the end of the day. Everything is all good. Um, And uh, basically, in the episode is Himawari is like, hey, am I your partner now? And Kawaki is like, no, I'm not going to make you my partner. But if I ever need your help, I'll let you know. And Himawari is all excited. And Kawaki is like, you know, I don't want to get her involved because I don't want her to be in any trouble if shit hits the fan. Which, of course, that's fucking premonition. It's going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, that was Boruto. So it's it's okay. It's not like, oh my god, but it's not the worst. Um, my Isekai life. My Isekai life is always, always, always fun. <clears throat> and so the the previous episode... Actually, no, I did talk about the previous episode of Isekai Life because we did talk about it on Thursday. All right, so we're good there. Um, My Isekai Life, uh, the next episode, which I just happened to catch today, thank God, um, that was uh, Yuji ends up in town. He goes to the town and he... um, Oh, wait, no, did I talk about the... I didn't talk about the previous episode where he had to to basically shake these people thinking that they were dumb. Okay, yeah, so let me go back to the previous episode. Previous episode... um, Basically, after he kills off all those guys in in the village and the village is destroyed, he ends up on a assassins list. And sure enough, he leaves the the, the town of Ricardo and they're like, where are you going to go? Like, oh, you should go to this town. They have great monster gear. And he's like, oh, I can get gear for my monsters. Okay, cool. So he goes there and along the way he feels and he senses. And of course, he's being followed by two assassins. Um, the two assassins we see at the end of the previous episode before that. Anyway, they follow him. They're trying to figure out, like, oh, he's just a tamer. How did he end up on our list? So they scout him throughout the day. And so Yuji tries to make himself, like, more, like, stupider or more poor or more, like, unskilled than what he is. And after almost fucking up a couple times, he manages to convince them of that. And they're like, oh, well, he, you know, this guy's just an, an average adventurer. No reason for, him to, for us to kill him. Makes no sense. It's a waste of our time and effort. We're good. So they leave him alone. But Yuji, of course, knowing that that's not going to be the end of it, he sends a slime to continue surveillance. We find out that the assassins work for the this organization. And I forget the name of the organization now. Um, but basically, they're, they're out to destroy the world. And so okay. um, simple enough. 
And so he's like, oh, and they find out that their next target to kill is the priest, the same priest that gave him the dagger earlier in the season to help him defeat the to defeat the uh, the the dragon, the, the, the I guess the otherworldly demon dragon, whatever the fuck. And someone who probably knows that Yuji is an isekaijin, which is basically another worlder. And so he's like, crap, can't let that happen. Can't let these guys roam around. So after they disconnect from their boss, he uses the slime. He kills them. Right. No problem. That's done, right. and that's how the episode ends. Um, the next episode, um, and there's actually before that, before I move on to the next episode, there is a premonition from the boss. They're like, "All right, we'll set our next plans in motion." Wah ha 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 and end uh-huh. transmission. Then they die. All right, next episode, he ends up going back to the the, the town smith, the 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 smith, and was like, "Hey." I need monster gear, you know, and he's like, oh, I have the money. It's not a problem. So the the town like blacksmith looks at his monsters and he's like, yo, I've got nothing that will work for you guys because you guys are OP as shit. Like, I've got nothing. And he's like, oh, well, what do you need for us to get gear? And he's like, well, if you gave me a blue lesser dragon stone, um, I could make you some nice gear. And he's like a blue one. And he's like, yeah, he's like, so you look up at the mountain and there's an active volcano basically in this town. And so he's like on that volcano, there's a bunch of of dragons called lesser dragons. Um, There's a particularly rare one called a blue lesser dragon. And uh, I need a stone from there. If you give me a stone, I can make you some really powerful shit. He's like, but lesser dragons are no joke. And a blue lesser dragon is even more powerful than a dragon. So he's like, all right, I'll go after it. And they're like, by yourself? He's like, yeah, I'll be good. And he's like, by the way, if there's a lesser dragon, is there like a normal dragon? And he's like, yeah, there's a normal dragon at the bottom of the of the of the the lava of that volcano, but no one will defeat it. Like no one, not even you. You you stand no shot. And he's like, all right, well, good to know, right? Whatever. So he goes off. He's like, before I go to the town, let me go over to the, to the adventurers guild. He goes to the adventurers guild. He picks up a whole like brick of fucking quests to defeat these dragons. And he's like, I'm gonna take all these. And the 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 guild lady looks at him like, nigga, you crazy? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'll be fine, right? And he's like, oh, I'll just use magic. He's like, dragons are impervious to magic. They're like, oh, they are. They're like, yeah. Like, okay, what what do I, what do you need? Water. And he's like, oh, well, water magic is my specialty. I'll be good. And they're like, oh, you need to be a really really high skilled mage to have that much water capacity. <laughs> Don't worry, bitch. I got it. Basically, is what yeah, I got you, pal. I got in you. a nice way. And she's like, oh, by the way, if you're gonna go over there. Um, you have to cross this lake. Okay, what about the lake? There's a giant piranha at the at, that normally swims on the surface. Okay, give me that quest too, Nani. You want that quest too? Okay, and she gives him the quest. So they go on their merry way and they go to the lake and they don't notice a piranha. So they're like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so he basically uses his slimes to create a slime net, and they find the piranha at the bottom of the um of the of the lake. And so they manage to drag it out. It gives it a tiny bit of fight, but they kill they kill the piranha, no problem, right? So they move on to the up the mountain, and they start finding lesser dragons. So Yuji walks over and is like, "Oh, water spell, right? Water cannon spell." And easily, hello, def- Polaris, our six. Hey, it's our welcome. first comment. Hey, welcome! It's our first uh, commenter from uh, from Twitch. Yo, we need to get like our Twitch thing going so we can like have like you know like you see on the professional things where you have like a fucking banner, yeah. scrolling <laughs> banner, and like oh, they donated a dollar to your thing. We need to get one of those. Oh anyway, yeah, we'll we'll get that. Yeah, we'll get that at some point. Just like we said, we would get theme music, right? Ah, uh, you know, you got the money now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so uh, he goes up to the to the dragon. He's like, water cannon. 
defeats the dragon easily. He's like, oh, that, they really are easy. The fuck? So they defeat a few of them. They get some stones. They get the lesser dragon stones. And then they find the blue lesser dragon. He does the same move. <clears throat> what are you guys talking about? Anime. Specifically, I'm going through yes. the ones that I am uh, watching. Yeah, so right now, I am watching or I'm talking about uh, My Isekai Life. I gained a second character class. <clears throat> exactly. Anyway. So, um... Yeah, so he goes over the blue dragon. He does the same water spell, doesn't defeat it. He does an ice spell, doesn't defeat it. And he's like, all right, well, let me go fucking super OP with this shit. Does a super OP ice spell, finally defeats it, gets the, the stone. <clears throat> and he's like, all right, well, we're already here. Let's just defeat a bunch of them. So, okay, yep. So anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So they end up defeating the rest of the day, defeating dragons, defeating dragons, defeating dragons. He returns the stack of forms, and the woman is like, holy shit, you defeated 202 dragons and a piranha. And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, by the way, about the piranha, um, you said it was going to be at the top? And he's, she's like, yeah. They're like, oh, we had to find it at the bottom. And she's like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. So she basically fills out a form, and she's like, hey, we need to send like a magical like a discovery team over there because that information is inaccurate and it should have definitely been at the surface and it wasn't. They're like, Oh, that's peculiar. Okay. Whatever. So he gets his rewards. He goes over to the stone, to the, um, to the, to the blacksmith. And I was like, Hey, here's your stone. Gives him the stone. Okay, cool. No problem. And he's like, Oh my God, you defeated the dragon by yourself. And they're like, yeah, I have the second stone too. If you need, if I can get it from my other monster. She's like, you defeated two blue dragons. What? And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, if you need these other stones, I got these other stones too. And he spits out all hundred, the other two hundred fucking lesser dragon stones that he got from the dragons. And the guy's like, yo, these are perfect quality. There's not a, a blemish or a scratch on them. And he's like, yeah, you know, because I'm me, duh, whatever. So um, he's like, I'll get your equipment right away. Get your equipment right away. So he, you know, takes a few days, gets the equipment, and his monsters are super OP now, super fast, super strong. And he does like a medium sized spell and it's like fucking 10 times as big now. Right. Crazy. And the stone barely holds up. And uh, the the blacksmith is like, hey, do you use more strong, stronger magic than what you have now? And he's like, yeah, sometimes occasionally he's like, well, if you do anything more powerful, you're going to destroy the stone. It'll be a waste. And he's like, oh, well, is there anything more powerful? And he said, well, yeah, there is something more powerful, but you're not going to defeat it. It's the, the freaking the major dragon at the bottom of the lava. And he's like, all right, well, I'll see what I can do. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. So as he's contemplating like what he's going to do for the dragon, fucking the the the, the volcano erupts. And uh, he's like, oh, this isn't good. So he sends his slimes out to see if there's any suspicious characters because the dragons now are going like super crazy. Like they seem like possessed like they were earlier in the season and at another point with other monsters. And sure enough, there's two characters that are leaving the scene of the crime. And as you look up at the top of the mountain, the freaking giant uh, regular dragon pops his head out the fucking out the volcano. And that's how the episode ends. So <clears throat> super solid shit there. I enjoy it very much. I enjoy this this show very very Can much. Can I cut you off real quick? What's up? I found I found someone that actually made the music for uh, forty bucks. Really? Um, uh, has thirty one reviews, four point nine out of five. Hmm. Uh, there's a basic, standard, and premium. For the standard, it's ninety seconds commercial use and twenty instruments. Hmm. Four four day delivery. Premium is sixty five, mm. with the song up to up to five minutes. Mm. 
So we could, if we do two standards, we could do it. We can get an EP, ED, and OP. Are we gonna like do seasons now too, or like every season we're gonna change it up every twelve? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But I'm saying, if you want, we could do that. I'll pay for I'll pay for the OP. You pay for the ED. Yeah, we could do that. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. There you go, folks. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're gonna work on next. That's the next thing we need: theme music. Theme music, pal. Good shit, pal. Oh, music. Use oh. use some of my old beats. Oh, well, we, uh, whoever you are. Well, you know, we're going for are they anime style? Because we definitely want like you know. Well, well, well for the person we're going, Japanese I'm, like idol group music. Well, it apparently. says uh, she could sing Japanese, English, or French. With uh, with J Rock or J Pop styles, bro. You know what we're gonna get? We're gonna be like Watashi Mo Desu. Well, well, they got. Well, she's got previews, so I'll listen to them after. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Uh, all right, how many you got left? One more. Black Summoner, not the white one, the black one. I so really... so it's useless. <laughs> you shit. Now every dark person hates us. I'm kidding. Hates I'm kidding. Hates you. If, Hates you, wearing, you. if you were wearing flannel, you'd be the fucking uh, Mick Foley wannabe looking motherfucker. Bang! <laughs> anyway. Uh, so so I gotta say the towel, but pubs up. <laughs> yes, for real. Right here in Vermont. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway. Um, Black Summoner. Uh, the previous episode, basically, they face a demon, the Arc Demon Victor is his name, the Arc Demon Victor, and they defeat the Arc Demon after a lot of struggle. And we find out that the, the Arc Demon wasn't really going to eat the fucking princess. The Arc Demon was the princess's caretaker, as as they mentioned before. And as a as a, a favor, like you defeated me, but can I ask you for a favor? And uh so Kelvin is like, what do you want? And he, she's like, he's like, I want you to show the world to the to the, the demon lord's daughter. Her name is Sarah. I want you to adopt her in her in your party. Show her the world. And he's like, all right, I'll do that. So she fucking gets adopted into the party. They give her fresh clothes and like a little amulet. So people can't see that. Like she has horns and a tail because she's a fucking demon. So and she's ridiculously strong. She's like level 75, which is fucking madness. Like that's super strong. Yeah. So she's le- she's level seventy five, and so um, you basically get um, in toward the end of that episode once they, you know everybody's celebrating, you get kind of like a sense of like this. Her father, the demon king, wasn't around, and so because he was out in some other thing, and, she, and he didn't want people to know that he had a daughter, so that they couldn't like you know expose like the hero couldn't use that weakness, exploit that weakness. So basically, Victor was like her father, and so when she lost Victor, like she felt sad. But at the same time, like she knew Kelvin wasn't a dick and, you know, like she was going to see the world. And so she was excited for that. So with this episode, basically, they um, they, the show opens up with Kelvin and Eiffel showing off their skills. Now they have rank S blacksmith ability and uh, Kelvin has rank smith blacksmith ability and Eiffel has rank S uh, seams seamstering out uh, ability. So you can make costumes and whatever the fuck, you know, whenever. So Kelvin makes weapons for Sarah and Gerard and makes uh, clothes for them as well. Um, Eiffel makes clothes for them as well. And so they're geared up and they're like, oh, what about you guys' gear? And they're like, oh, when we get into battle, you'll see it. No problem, right? Like, all right, it's a good tease to come. So um, they're, 
they basically uh kelvin's like i'm tired like yo i'm gonna take a break i'm tired let me know when dinner's ready and um what's it called uh i feel like well do you have a hankering for anything do you craving anything and he gets a sudden craving for rice in his new like in his new thing they don't have rice he's like where can i get rice and so he asked this and they're like you have to go to like this this town this coastal town to get rice where they have seafood and rice like okay so he goes on the way to, uh, to this town, to this uh, coastal town. Along the way, they get stopped by a group of bandits. And Kelvin's like, oh, they ain't shit. Whatever. So Sarah, go go defeat them without your like weapons. No problem. So she beats the shit out the bandits. No problem. They capture them. They take them to the town. And we find out they're part of the notorious bandit gang, the blue, I'm sorry, the Black Wind. And so um, they deliver them over. They get to speak to the headmaster. And they find out um, through the, the bandits and through confirmations with the headmaster that the the bandits leader is a former adventurer that took down an initial an initial version of the Black Wind. And he became their leader afterwards instead of like returning, which was pretty fascinating. So they're trying to basically come up and like, hey, you know, like, I don't want to really face him, but we can face him because we're here. That's fine. And all of a sudden, Kelvin senses a strong party near the near the town. He's like, who's the strong party? Who's the strong party? Um, and we find out it's the heroes party. And keep in mind, in the previous episode, I don't know if I remember saying this, but in the previous episode, Malfina basically took a break from Kelvin to um go direct the um the heroes party because she's basically the goddess in charge of directing the the heroes party and so she directed them like stay away from kelvin basically without saying his name stay away from this group right as far away from them as possible this time around in this episode um melfina the goddess is out on vacation again this time she's trying to basically uh find an avatar for her to be able to be able to be summoned by kelvin because she's a god right now and you can't summon a god um, but if you're an avatar, like uh, whatever, an embodiment of some shit, she, they, he may be able to summon her. So she's out trying to do that for for them slash us, whatever the fuck, whatever you want to say in that, whatever pronoun you want to use for that. Um. Anyway, so she's out not, and she's not able to tell Kelvin anything. So Kelvin, because he sees a strong party and he's a fight freak, is like, I want to fight them. I want to fight them. I want to fight them. So basically what he proposes, he gets the, the, the guild master of the town to go along with this plan, basically to send the, the hero party over to the, the criminals hideout so they can defeat the criminals and take credit. Like, okay, no problem. But instead what Kelvin does is his party goes to the, to the criminal, to the, the criminals layout, uh, layer rather the saves the slaves that are in there. Cause they're into sex trade. That's another thing I forgot to mention. They're into sex trade. They abduct women and sell them and whatever the fuck. So um, they defeat the, the 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 evil group, no problem. One, two, three, and basically what they do is they let the heroes party all the way in. And now I think it's not confirmed, but I think they're posing as the evil bandits just so they can fight the heroes party. So that was pretty cool, and that's how that yeah. episode ends. So basically, Kelvin's group versus the heroes party. Both of them are directed by Melfina, although they don't know Melfina is actually aligned with Kelvin. But she's not there right now. So it's Kelvin versus the Heroes Party. Looking forward to that. That's it. I took yeah. way longer than expected this time. You're not going to talk about your movie? Oh, I should talk about the movie. All right, we'll talk about the movie. So, um, I don't know how to recap this. Um, well, this, this. well, you don't have to really recap it. Just give us your thoughts on it. So, I saw two movies on Friday. One of them... Is, we're gonna talk about later. We're gonna talk about and close with the other one is an anime movie. That movie is called Inu O. 
So I got this notice on my phone early in the week, right on like a Monday or Tuesday from Right Stuff, <clears throat> which, by the way, um, did we mention that already? That Right we Stuff did. we did at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I got an email from Right Stuff saying like, "Hey, Inuo is in theaters. Check it out." And I saw the clip. Or I saw like a picture, and I was like, "This looks interesting." So I look up the preview, and I'm like, "Oh, this looks really interesting," because <clears throat> they show like, uh, what's it called? They call it um, what the hell is that? Not it's it's the the shamisen, but it's the in- <coughs> excuse me, the initial name like Baku, Bak Bakai, something like that. Anyway, we'll call it the shamisen. Yeah, and so, um. It's basically a guy playing the shamisen, and it's like uh, it's like performing in the early early times. So I'm like, this looks interesting. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. So I went and watched it. Inuo follows the story of a a boy named uh, what's his name? Let me look it up. Chota mate kudasai. Chota 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 mate. Gomen gomen. Completed Inuo. Uh, Tomana. That's his name. Tomana. So the episode starts off uh, with a boy named Tomana. And his father... Then they, they they basically live in like this coastal town. His father is summoned by the shogunate. This town... Or the story, rather. Let me back up even further. The story takes place in the 1400s in Japan. The feudal Japan. And so... Uh, his father, Tomina's father, summoned him by the magistrate, like, hey, we need you to go out and find this ancient relic that's buried at sea near a shipwreck. And the father's hesitant. He's like, I don't want to do it. But the boy, excited, and he knows exactly where it is because he happened to find it by himself on accident, was like, accept it, accept it, accept it. Okay. <clears throat> they accept it. Right. They go out in the middle of the ocean one day, and they find the object. The object is a sword. And the father takes the sword and keep in mind this sword supposedly is haunted which we find out near when he gets the sword like oh the haunted sword right it makes sense why it was buried at sea so he opens the sword and this sword is so powerful it's a foggy day misty and foggy day the sword is so powerful it cuts through the mist and cuts the father in two just by opening the sword like this you guys can't see it but for people watching on video he opens the sword normally, shing, from the from the shikai. It cuts him in two, and it blinds Tomina. And so Tomina goes blind, and he listens to his father's spirits. Part of this has to do with spirits as well. He listens to his father's spirit saying, "Avenge me, find the shogunate, get my revenge, revenge on the shogunate." <laughs> yeah, get <coughs> excuse me, get revenge on the shogunate for me. Okay, no problem. So he goes on this journey. Along the way, he meets an interesting character. His, whose name is Inu O. Inu O in Jap in Japan in Japanese it translates to King of the Dogs, so Dog King or King of the Dogs, however you want to say it. Basically, Inu O. So he meets the King of the Dogs. We see um we see Inu O basically act like a dog, but when he starts observing <coughs> this traditional Japanese dance, he starts dancing and he starts very slowly gaining like limbs, and he's a deformed creature. Like he's he's human, but not really. And you find out why that is at the end. I'm not going to spoil that. But basically, Inuo ends up, like, gaining legs and he can move around. He's, like, this twisted, deformed thing. But he's got an interesting, uh, I guess, personality because of how twisted he is and the fact that his father also abandoned him as well. He's a third son that got abandoned because he's a demon. And so the episode 
basically has Inuo and Tomina meeting. And by this point, Tomina has met a um a a Biwa. Biwa, that's what it is. Biwa. Right. A Biwa, a Biwa priest. And basically you tell stories. And so the Biwa priest teaches him how to play the Biwa, the, the Shamisen, the Biwa. And um he becomes a, a monk, like a, basically like a priestess, like a priest monk type of thing. And so basically he meets one day after whatever they, the monk meeting in the, at the, after the monk, whatever the fuck they meet. And that meeting changes their lives. And they basically become like a traveling performance, like around, like the, around the, 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 the territory. Yeah. And so they basically start doing these theatrical performances and bro, the catch for these theatrical performances it's a mix of like, it's a mix of hip hop, Michael Jackson, and Elvis. Huh. I literally kid you not. It's a mix of that. You have people doing brick dancing, brick dancing. You have people, uh, the you have uh, both the Tomina and um, Inuo doing Michael Jackson maneuvers. The crowd is going crazy, and uh, and Tomina is playing the Biwa like Elvis. Like behind his head and with his teeth and like oh like Jimi Hendrix that's another one doing that shit like Jimi Hendrix doing the dance moves like Elvis it's and it's so interesting that you see other characters like you see the crowd doing various dances they do like a Mo Train dance they do like all these various like up to up to date or like you know nineteen eighties nineteen nineties like things and it's very interesting how that is like it it's definitely a lure to that as I mentioned previously with um. Uh, what's it called with uh, Bakumatsu Bad Boys? The animation style is like kind of picturesque. It's not like fluid CGI. With Inuo, you get both. You get like very, very, very old picturesque animation. That's kind of like it looks kind of like hand drawn in essence. And then for the performances, oh, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous CGI, gorgeous CGI. Um, that really is eye popping, full of like fire and water and fireworks and fire um lights it's beautiful uh, it's a spectacle wonderful um of course the soundtrack because it's a musical anime this is counts as a musical anime the soundtrack was wonderful uh the biwa strings were really good it literally they, the way that they describe it on analyst is it's considered rock opera and that is very 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 accurate it is very rock yeah. opera-esque um, I enjoyed it very much. It, it gets weird at times. Like I said, it's kind of trippy. Like if you go to the movie theater and watch this while you're tripping balls, you would lose your shit. You would be like, what the fuck is happening with a lot of the visuals and the story? It, it's all over the place. But the way they, they wrap up the story at the end, it was really, really, really well done. And they call back. And I didn't realize this at the beginning of the end of the episode. The, the, I'm sorry, the beginning of the movie. It actually starts off in like 2020, 2022 right modern modern japan and they go back in time right to this feudal period in the 1400s at the end of the, of the show they go back forward in time and they tie that in as well um to modern era and it's the idea i guess the, the main principle of of the movie is how um governments are were controlling of media back in those early days and how that con that control of that media has affected history as a whole because of the fact that you see things that happened in that movie with Inuo and Tomina you don't see them 
it's mm-hmm. and it's so wild how that becomes and why that becomes. Um, but it's a very, very, very solid movie. I gave a solid four out of five stars. If I could give it a random thing, it would definitely be like a 4.5 out of five for me. Um, I enjoyed it very much. It was so unique and different, but it was so enjoyable. And I definitely recommend it. It was a, it was a sneaky, 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 good film. I loved it. Nice. Now are you done? Yeah. I probably gave away too much on that, but you know, I had to give it some sort of detail, you know, to that. All right, I will try to be quick. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, Made a high recently came back. And eh. Eh? It was eh. Yeah. Uh, we finally see the little girl, Tsukasa Gojuin. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, basically, the first half is a year ago into school. He's finally in school. Mm hmm. After teasing Lilith again, I swear that's never going to get old. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Yuri goes to school. Lilith is basically, what do what do I do? Because, <laughs> mm. you know, she's, she doesn't have a master. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, we, go, we see the little girl, Tsukasa. She wants to befriend Yuri, but she really is, you know, Shy and all that doesn't know, but like, oh yeah, hey, your parents died over the summer. Sucks mm-hmm. to be you. <laughs> nah, That's kind of like yeah. that. Oh, god. And now, of course, Lilith doesn't listen, and she goes to the school to pick up Yuri after school. And then Yuri, like, oh no, I don't want people to look at you. I want, I want to look at you all day, every day, watch you all to myself, type of thing. Uh, Sukasa is like hiding in the background, secretly shipping those two. The forbidden romance of a young master made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, one's a boy and she's a fully grown woman. You know, the, all those details. Of course. And then you see uh, Sukasa's maid, mm-hmm. uh, Fujisaki. Mm-hmm. And she knows Lil- Lilith. She's like, hey, uh, hey you're, you're the maid for him, right? He's like, yeah. All right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and then uh, Sukasa uh, goes to her maid. like, I want you to wear this cute outfit that I drew. And she's like, I quit already. I don't want to. Nah. It's like, no, wait, you don't have to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yep. It's like, I resign as of today. <laughs> uh, that was part one. Part two is uh, Lilith is uh, doing food shopping. And she for the certain fish she can't decide in town, so she has to go out of town, but she forgets her phone. So this worries Yuri. He's like, oh, she I'm sure she's fine. And then yeah, then he sees that he left her phone here, and now he's starting to feel lonely. So you find out that with Lilith around, it makes him it makes him happy. <laughs> All that shit. So, and then eventually, uh, Lilith's like, "Oh, I'm stuck in the bus. Uh, who picks her up? Uh, Fujisaki, the other maid from the other house. So, does that? Takes Lilith home. Yuri's like, "Where have you been? I've been worried. I felt lonely. Don't ever do that again." <laughs> that was it for that. It's not that funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see why you dropped it. As he's on mute. 
I'm doing my Japanese lessons, so I don't interfere you while you're going at it. Oh, you are? Okay. All right. Devil's a part-timer. All right. Devil's a part-timer. All righty. Uh, Mao has no job. Did you, wait, did you cut me off? Oops, my bad. I meant to unmute myself. Yeah, Mao lost his job. So what's his point? What's, what's he doing now? So McRonald's is being renovated. So for the next mm. few months, they're, they're, they're not going to work. So, okay, uh, no big deal. I'll, I'll find another way. And you find out his apartment is also being renovated. So he has to vacate. Oh, perfect timing. The perfect timing. So he has no job, no You home. know why? Why? That's God, not the devil. That's God. That's God working in mysterious <laughs> ways, pal. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, they found a tape for the landlady. Uh, says this is what's gonna do. All right. Well, if you're seeing this, that means the house, the apartment's being renovated. You're all being kicked out. So here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna call my daughter. She's looking for people to do work. So call her up. And this was like weeks ago, because so he didn't even look at this for two weeks. So he's like, ah, oh, shit. I hope, I hope she still needs me. Mm. So they called him. Said, oh yeah, it's uh, it's out of town. It's like ten hours away, and it's ten thousand yen a day. Wow, that's a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's that every day, uh, meals included, housing included. So yeah, so he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna bring my subordinates with me. So you know, Lucifer and Shiro. Mm -hmm. So Lucifer's finally gonna work. <laughs> mm. I know, lazy bastard just doing Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is funny. Look at this shit. Bleach. <laughs> that's that's mean. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, Mal talks to the manager of McRonald's. Like, oh yeah, I got a job at all this for right now. It's like you'll come back, right? Yeah, I'll come back because you know she's you like he's like back. he's like next in command. You ain't coming back. And, well, it's only a summer job this thing. So, oh, okay. but they'll actually have money for a change. Instead yeah. of living off seven twenty five, better be legal. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's animated. Who knows? Take easy. That's a drawing. <laughs> but anyway, the girls are going to Emmy Suzuno Chiho. She had to get her parents' permission because you know she's still in high school. Mm -hmm. They go. They they meet this person. Uh, it's this big, nice, exclusive beach house. It, it's, it's, it's a beach house. They do stuff for the beach. They, they throw parties and all this. Beaches. Beaches. And uh, Mal's like, hey, if we actually clean up this one specific house, we can get a bonus. Right? Like, oh, yeah. If you, if you can do it a day, I'll get you a bonus. So mm -hmm. everyone starts working. And it looks nice. Mm -hmm. And something's coming. Cliffhanger. Uh -huh, I bet it is. Oh, it's I funny you said it. You, you said something's coming, and I said I did this, and so have, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. All right, all right. Shadow's house. You know my. Hold on, before you continue, my homegirl who I hang out with a lot. She watched yeah. it over. She binged it basically season one and um and uh, half of season two. Half of season two over like the fucking like two days that we hung out. Yeah. So I was watching the G1 in one room and she was watching Shadow's House in the living room. <laughs> and she loves it. She loves Shadow's House. I saw, I caught, I caught glimpses of it, including like most of the season of season one finale. 
Yeah. It, it's odd, I guess, because I don't have context, but it's just like yeah. so odd seeing how a normal human and like these blacked out fucking humans that are basically like ash are like yeah, they're, fighting. They're, yeah, they're just they're just ash. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. All right. Anyway. But anyway, what you call it? Uh, Sean and Emilico, the two dolls. Well, dolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were talking about their lives when they were human. It's like mm. I wonder what we were like and all this. Like maybe our shadow masters. Maybe that's what our, our names were. Mm-hmm. Like Emilico was Kate before all this, mm-hmm. and Sean was John. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I thought that was nice. Uh, they were actually talking about their past life. Like what? Like what? What could they be? What? What are they? Right. And was. The point of this place. I do want to. I, I'm curious about that. What is the? I place? I am too. Yeah, that's. I think that's really the mystery of this house. Why do I exist? You know, and like, and like, how did it start? Where did these shadows come from? Or and, and it doesn't have suit? to do with the. It doesn't have to do with the shot they took. They take. Uh, they dr- they they drink stuff. They drink it this cup. Because at the no. end, you see. So because when you see the opening of season one. You see the shadows taking the shot. When you see the conclusion of season one, you see they're in human form, which creeped yeah. me the fuck out. But yeah, that's why I, I was like, you know. I got, but with the dolls, they drink this uh, coffee with the suit that makes them like this brainwashed mm. to worship this grandfather type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Sean and Minico, they've been basically been spitting out because they know what it does. It brainwashes them. Yeah. But she drank it this time. Mm. I'm like, hmm. So yeah, this all this worries Kate. So Kate gets her to snap out of it by because basically you gotta drink water. Mm-hmm. Drink as much as you can to basically basically upchuck that crap out of you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Before that though, uh, Sean meets this person that's like causing a ruckus around there. He's talking about how she's actually not the enemy of what they're looking for. Sure so we, so we don't so we don't know her motive yet, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be interesting when they when Kate actually meets this person, mm-hmm. this holy robe type ordeal. But no, um, nice stuff. Again, we're learning again. This is more about the dolls, about their previous life. See now, that I've like, seen of it, like I, I I follow this one even more now. Yeah, and and I and I like that, and I thought it was nice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're obviously like a main focal point, so of course you want to. Oh, yeah. You know, exactly. like, why do, like I said, Ash things exist? Yeah, and yeah, again, we still don't know that much about Grandfather, so. Yeah, he's creepy as shit, too. Like, he's definitely hiding some shit. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Isekai Oji-san. Mm. More of the uncle. <laughs> mm. Love this uncle. Um. Best uncle? Is that you know, gonna, you know, we, we, we really don't have a lot of anime uncles, do we? <sighs> Shigure from Fruits Basket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's creepy. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah, creepy. Um, um, the uncle from Boca no Pico? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, we're gonna get defunded. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I said that as a joke, and there you are. You look mind fucked. You're like, uh, stop. <laughs> uh, where, where, where was I? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> He's a Kyoji son. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oji San is talking. Oh, you're puzzled. You're so flustered. Talking about Fuji Mia. It's her birth. It's her birthday. God damn. You're, you're fucking red. You're pink. You're fucking pink. Why are you bring that up, man? I try to forget. You gotta draw a line in the sand, dude. Oh my you got, god. You gotta look inside yourself and go. What am I willing to put up with today? Oh, my not god. this. Hey, bro. I mean, that's like the poster people of trap. Done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm saying this. Fuck this. I'm fuck this freak. I was gonna say it's a funny episode. Fuji Mia was new. She was almost new in the background. And then, uh, what do you call it? Takafumi, he sees her in this towel. She starts freaking out. Mm. So he he, got, he sends a smoke signal for his uncle to come back from wherever he was. A smoke signal. I love smoke signals. Yeah, mm. they, they, they communicate from, like, signals and, like, there's like, there's a flag <laughs> and it's upside down. It means danger or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Takafumi's like, like I, I can't look at you. You're naked. It's like I want you to look at me, and of course the uncle burns it with fire and ice radio attack. It's like, what's the danger here? It's like, no, no, nothing. Stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, what to call it? Uh, the uncle has his philosophy in life: a pinch is a chance. And he got this from a fucking video game, mm-hmm. Puyo Strategy Guidebook. It's like, 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 stop getting your stuff from fucking video games. Hey, you know, video games yeah. are helpful. They get you to where you need yeah, to go. His entire life is Sega. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Sega. But uh, what you call it? We get more flashback of the uncle. He was sharing about his birthday experience in this other world. And, of course, the Sundari elf. Like, they're chatting up and all this. And he got, and of course, the uncle's drunk. He grabs her by the wrist. They think they're gonna, she's thinking they're gonna get it on. Oh, yeah, I saw that screenshot and she's like super blushing. She's like, oh my god, don't put it in. No, no, no not before that. That was before that. Oh, okay. Like he, has, like, he has his arm around her. It looks like he's about to cup a feel while she's like, it's like, let's go to my room and all this. <sighs> so, so she takes it, she takes him to the door. And then, okay, I see you need to get me to the door. Fuck you. Bye. Nah. It's like, dude. No. And of course, Takafumi Fujimura, there's a look as like, Uncle, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And then they go to the next night. They're in the dungeon. Uh, he's holding her and all this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of course, they're not doing anything. And the uncle really cannot hold his liquor mm. at all. And then we're back in the current time. He's drunk after like one bottle of something that's like very weak shit. As they learn her to go fly. So he throws them out the window. <laughs> what the fuck? He throws them out the window. Boy, was last know? week throw, was last week throw people out the window? Yes. Where else too? Yes. We'll talk about later. I guess that was that was throw people out yeah. the window week last week. Yeah, but it's like he's like holding on to them. Like like they're all like it's like you're like how you skydive, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, he's like drunkenly spinning around with them. That's, that's how the episode It was just funny. We're good. Motherfucker had a, a shot of old duels and fucked them up. Yes. The, but basically, yeah. Alrighty. Uh summertime rendered. All right. I'm gonna end with class. I'll end with classroom this time. Okay. Because classroom was really good. All right. All righty. Uh, this one was a holy fuck type of moment. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, Sean uh, made it seem like it wasn't that great because he's like, oh, fucking uh, engaged kiss was better. Well, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what you call it? Uh, Shinpei, he's, uh, try, what was that doctor's name again? These nuts? No, Kari Kiri. Uh, yeah, basically, Kyrie is talking to Shinpei. He was talking about Final Fantasy VII, how he loves the game because it talks about life. Mm-hmm. And then Shinpei was talking about he gets stuff for life through for books. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the Swap Man book mm-hmm. that uh, Hayase wrote, where where it's basically about the shadow people, the shadow mm-hmm. sickness. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking to Kyrie Kiri, and he says, "I know you're Shide." The shadow forearm guy, that big forearm guy, mm-hmm. and you find out that Kari Kiri is a half shadow. Mm-hmm. Like he's been around for three hundred years. What the fuck? So, and he uses Hain to make a to like basically make a copy of him every time a, a kid is born. So he's transferred. Through another baby each time with all those memories and everything. So, so why is he half though? Because I really cannot. I really cannot explain that. Well, then I would make him. A, I would just make him like a super shadow. That he's like, to- he, like he was there when he was like he was there when this whale the thing first existed. Yeah, like he was there when it happened. <laughs> like he was there. He saw this. Uh, Whale that washed up on shore. There was like original shadow fate that came from the sea, which is where they're from. It was a whale. Oh, they're from the sea. Yeah, oh, they're at the bottom of the sea. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so he encountered that like years ago. So Poseidon made these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they come from the bottom of the sea. So I'm like, oh, Poseidon. That makes yeah, sense, yeah. Right? he is. Hey, he if they ever a, he, if they ever do a live action version of fucking summertime rendering and they're coming yeah. from the sea, you already know Jason Momoa is going to be in that bitch. Yeah, what you call it? He <laughs> is the son and lover of Hayne. Gay lover. No, like she made him into a shadow. Oh, never mind. Hayne's a girl. I thought it was a boy. Yeah, yeah. Hayne's a girl. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, she turned him to a shadow, and basically they have kids together. Each time, <laughs> so they have shadow kids. Yes. Or are they human kids? It's half and half, <laughs> and that's how he gets again his life cycles each time she gives birth with him. So technically, she fucks her son. Yes. Yes. Because anime. Yeah. Because Japan. Yeah, so yeah, like we find out about this, and Ushido, she gets pissed off at what he says about, like, because, you know, he killed Shinpei's parents. Mm-hmm. Cuts his head off. Like, his head's cut in half, this shadow thing. Oh, Kobe Bryant style. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, yeah, so Shide, oh, so Shide is dead. 
So you think, mm. and it, it was a fake. So the real mm. one basically stabbed Ushio Shadow, like with the sickle thing, mm. cut her in half. She's dead. Ushio is dead, right in front of Shinpei. Dead, dead. For right now, yes. She's For right dead, now, because you know. Cause we, we, well, we don't know. <clears throat> but right now, she's dead, dead. As she And he takes this weapon and chucks it at Shinpei, stabs him through the chest. He goes out the window. <laughs> he's stabbed from the tree. He's out dead. the window. He's dead. <laughs> and then she did says, like, yeah, like you lost now because what you call it? She was dead. You're on your own. And yeah, and, and Shinpei loops and she's not there. Mm. That's how the episode ended. Mm. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but you know, so she'll probably be gone until like the season finale. I I think in like two episodes she'll be back. We'll see. Damn, two? Two to three. As of right now, we don't know what's going on. <clears throat> Is that like an average of when characters that you think are gone, gone, come back? Two to three? I guess. It, it really depends. Yeah. But no, this was just jaw drop. Like they actually did this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Hey. And this and and this how they set it up, thinking that she could be legit dead again. Type Angel of Angel wants steaks. Uh, Sean wants steaks. There you go, steaks. Yeah, and not steaks. the kind you eat. Exactly. I would love a steak. Yeah, that'd be nice right now. Right. Right. Nice. Okay. Uh, one more for me. I'm right. Classroom of the elite. You did yours in like 25 minutes. I did mine in like 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you call it? <clears throat> Uh, Hori, uh, she goes, she finally talks to the guy that was walking out at the, at the games. Uh, what's his name again? Uh-huh. Too know? many class, too many classmates. Uh, Ken, she goes to Ken. She's trying to Hold on, before you continue. You said too many classmates. Do you end up knowing each, does each classmate in that class like have, it's because it's a normal class, right? In like, class, like, you learn from every single class, A, B, C, and D. No, but you said there's too many classmates. So like, is it a normal class? Like with like 20, 25 people. Yeah. And do each of them like you you, you know them? about half of them in each class. Okay. So there's still background guys that are there's, just... there's some background, but there's a lot of them that help in plot wise. Oh, okay. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a few main ones that you, you do see that revolves around the actual people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ken is one of them. He's like this like tough guy, like he's he's like the big doof doofus type of thing. Like, he's good at sports and all this. He usually thinks of his fist type of thing. Hmm. So, unless you talk to him rationally, he'll start to understand it. What's two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> sucker! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Suzune, she talks to him, tries, tries to calm him down type of thing. Mm-hmm. She, she start, And then she starts opening up about herself. Like, she's actually growing as a character. Does this mean this heartless bitch mm-hmm. that, like, pushes people away? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually trying to be a person. That's what her brother wanted. That's mm-hmm. why her brother basically neglects her because mm-hmm. she's like, like you, like you're just by yourself. That's not what I taught you, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, you do this, you, and that's why you're weak, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, the guy he comes back, and now they're we're doing this relay race. Mm-hmm. And guess who's racing Ayata Koji near the end? The uh, student council president. I was gonna say the the one he told you to open the legs or no? 
No, uh, Malibu, uh, her, her, her brother, the student council president. Okay. So he's like, I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> and he want, and he, and he wants to know about Aniata Koji. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to learn about him because he, he knows that Aniata Koji basically got hat fifty out of a hundred on every test on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why he's in class D. So like like he wants to know like where did he come from? Like why like why is he doing this type of thing? Mm-hmm. He finds him he finds him interesting. Omoshidoi. Yeah, so he wants so he wants to race so he's so like they're paired up in this race, like they're gonna race together. Mm-hmm. And I uh, Koji says, I'll race you by one condition. Run like run like your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Like he wants him at his best. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when they're going, he has it for the president, he has a baton, but he's not running. Mm-hmm. He's wait, he's waiting for Koji get to get his. Mm-hmm. So all the students are passing them. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually gets it. And they start running. Mm-hmm. They're passing everyone. Even Ayakoji's like, I'm actually going to have to run seriously. Mm-hmm. He lost. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Um, the Yeah, Malibu actually won. I, like, like, you don't see it either. It's like, you see like a white flash as like, you see the crowds cheering. And you find out, yeah, like he lost still. <laughs> then Ayakoji talks to Suzune for a bit. And she says, there's something I got to take care of. Mm-hmm. You remember when I talked in the last episode where the villain wanted her to grovel before him? Yeah. So she goes to see him. Mm. She meets a Ryuan. And uh, who else is there? Kushida. The girl that... Not time splitter. The... What'd you call it? The... Uh... <laughs> you know, you got my joke? It was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time splitter. Mm. Not that. Not that Kushida. <laughs> uh, before that, though... Before all that, though, I got ahead a little bit. I told you talking to Sheeta. Like I, he even said to her, "Like I know you're the traitor still." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What if I am? Are you gonna tell people? Remember your your hands on my clothes still from when I made you touch my breasts?" Oh, like I still have that. Like, like, like does she not fucking wash that shirt? Because <laughs> it's been because it's been like six months. Kimoy. Yeah, and she talks about why she's doing it because she wants Suzune expelled from school. Mm. And she doesn't say why still. Mm. All Ayana Koji knows that she hates Suzune. And Kushida's there with you while Suzune's trying to talk to him. And she's like, I know it's you. Cut the shit. Like, like, talk, like, like cargo voice, cut the shit. Yeah, it was basically that. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, and she's like, oh, what are you talking about? I don't know. I have no idea. It's like, all right, seriously, drop the act. Okay, Tony Shimani. Yeah, and then uh, she's basically like, "I do. You look familiar because you're someone I knew from middle school." Mm. So then she starts. Then yeah, then because she just starts dropping the act. Mm-hmm. And her thing is, she's trying to get rid of everyone that knew about her in middle school. Because what was she like in middle school? We don't know. As a fact, we don't know. We'll find out next episode. We'll find out, and then uh, what you call it? Was she the class whore? Maybe. No, she's, I think she's just a schizo. I think she, and then Ryuyan, she's it's like, and he, right, okay. And then the guy Ryuyan, he, so he's like, so I, so I'm a friend too to you too, type of thing. Mm. And she's like, ah, oh, maybe, but I'm working with you for now to, to so I can get rid of her first. Mm-hmm. And then Ryu, he respects that because like, all right, like yeah, 
if you want to get rid of every, if you want to be on top of the class, get rid of everyone. Yep, fuck, fuck everyone. But if they see Suzune, she recorded the whole thing. Ah, so gotcha, bitch. Yeah, but <laughs> but wait, there's more. Ryu was doing the same thing. Oh, because so she's, she's like, I'll edit out what you said. Mm. like, oh, guess what? I have the whole thing too. Uh, and I'm not going to edit it. Uh, so about you groveling. Uh, <laughs> and she was about to, and then Ryu gets a text on his phone saying, you need to watch this now or listen to this. Mm-hmm. He so hits play, and it's him talking to his classmates about, hey, I'm going to break your leg just to screw them over. Uh, so someone recorded him. Mm. And then Ryu realizes that Suzune is not the one he's looking for from the previous season. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're not the mastermind. Like, you're you're being used too. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I'm done with you now." Because <laughs> nah. now it's it's Ayana Koji. Mm-hmm. Somehow he recorded him. <laughs> mm. So it's like, okay, now it's a real cat I'm asking Ayana Koji and Ryu. Creepy. So I'm like, all right, interesting. Like, the game's a footnotes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was where the uh, episode ended. Bro, it's so, so many, so much. Like, you fuck me, you fuck on me. No, I fuck on you. So basically, Ayana Koji is one step ahead of all of them. Mm-hmm. Still, always. So now we're gonna figure it out as it goes out. Like, ah, eh, like let's see what happens next. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. All right, buddy. All right, let's get to it. Uh, da, 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 da. Start with the etchies. We always do. All righty. Uh, Which was the least etchy? These good etchies. Uh, stepmother? No, fuck this. I always want to start with Renner Girlfriend because I hate Renner Girlfriend. I was start with a Girlfriend. It wasn't that bad, though. This, this I, I, like, I still like Ruka. Yeah, I'm Team Ruka, no doubt. I am 100% Team Ruka. Oh, yeah. Well, and Saki. I, I also like Sumi. I also like Sumi. 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 I don't know why I said Saki. Sumi. I guess because yeah. I said Saki because of fucking metamorphosis still. God damn it. Yeah, stop it. Fuck. I know. It ruined me. I know. But uh, what you call it? It's uh, Ruka and Kazuya talking mm-hmm. the, at the karaoke shop. Hey, Matt. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome Konnichiwa. to our show. Konnichiwa. But, uh, <laughs> what'd you call it? They're, they're talking there. And guess who pulls up? Mommy. <laughs> Worst girl. Worst. Worst girl. Yeah, you know what? She's made with Kazuya. Worst boy. Worst girl. <laughs> no, I mean, bro, but she's toxic, bro. Like, Kazuya's just a fucking simpy fucking douche. Fucking He's an idiot. Well, idiot. well, mommy is just, yeah, she's just full on toxic. Oh, yeah, she's talking about how she wants to rent the karaoke room for a school project. Mm-hmm. And then Ruka sees uh, Kazuya getting flustered. It's like, why? Like, why is she, like, why is she calling him Kazuku? <laughs> Kazuku. It's, just, it's like all this. And then Kazuya's trying to make her to shut up. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. And then, yeah, eventually, yeah, she goes in the, in the karaoke room. It's like, oh, yeah, I was here before. Then, and then Kazuya's like, oh, yeah, with Chica. <laughs> Mm-hmm. With, with, Everything uh, always rolls back. Yep. And Ruka's oh, forgetting. Back. By the way, you're forgetting. You're you're talking about the main things, but you did forget <clears throat> that um what's his dick got uh that Kazuya managed to get uh Chizuru's actual phone number. Yeah. 
You did forget that because yeah, he was, yeah, he was hungover. And they I looked at his phone and he saw the actual contacts. Yeah. And she's like, not, ah, not, not, yeah, not, not the, not his rental, not her rental work, like her actual legit phone number. Yeah. So he's like, ah, I don't know. I, I should play it cool. I should play it cool. And he goes to the fridge because he's dying of, of fucking thirst. Yeah. And hangovers um, will do that to you. Yep, it does. And so he goes in there and he, she sees a nice uh, juice and it says drunkard on the juice. And she's like, oh, she's hoodoo. I sent for you. Add. Yeah, <laughs> but then she's always like, "Ugh, I guess." Add. Yeah, pretty much. Also, we find out how mommy knows about Kazuya's job for her through his fucking friend Yoshiaki. I don't know why they're friends. Like, Kaz- <laughs> but, you know, he was a bro to Kazuya. Even wanted to beat the chat. Like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, bro, but uh, Kazuya. I don't know. Like- what the fuck? But yeah, then Ruka kicks on the door. All star style, somebody wants, <laughs> and then she's like, "What's your relationship with Kazuya? Right, tell me right now, you motherfucker." We're just classmates. You're his ex girlfriend, aren't you? Well, and, guess and then, what? And We're together. And then Bobby's like, "What?" And he slept <laughs> in my house, and we had amazing sex, and he came in my mouth, and it tastes like fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> Was he su- was she sucking corny? <laughs> <laughs> I got him back. <laughs> you know, I wanted to say Skittles, and the word Skittles didn't come up, but cheeseburgers did. That's why I said cheeseburgers. But, well, but yeah, she, she goes off like, "Yo, like, yeah, oh, you're and toxic." And then Kazu's like, "Shut him. the fuck up!" Right Get now. out of his life. You're toxic. He's got me. We're together. I was like, "Tell, him, I was like, tell him, bitch." The, he spent the night in my. In, I spent the night at his house, and we had a night of passionate love. And he was all on top of me, saying how much he loves yeah. me. Also, she was mad. Me. She was mad that uh, what you call it, Chizuru is not is over. It's like what? What are you not? Or she asleep? Like no, because I told her. I was like, ah, just... right. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's like, just like, an amazing girlfriend I am. I let him see Chizuru still. And then Bobby's like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Just and like Cole, at the, all this going on, like Rook is gonna get stabbed. <laughs> the, <laughs> right in an alleyway. <laughs> she knows too much. But you see, fucking cold ass Ruka start like, oh, that must have been her bag. No, but that bag doesn't scream teen girl. It's, it screams young adult mommy, woman. Ruka. Mommy, yeah, mommy said that. And yeah, you, but, after, but after, after all that, you see Ruka crying. It's like, I yeah. am your girlfriend. Damn it. Like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I love you more than any of those girls. And I felt bad. I really felt bad. I, for her, I really do. I felt so bad for her. Like, bro, I feel, you know something? Honest to God, I'll say this now. Out of all the girls you see that get rejected, like, the only person that was a harder rejection, I think, was Rem that I've seen so far. Yeah. I think, no, I, let me, I take that back. Um, uh, what's her face? From, uh, uh, from, did you ever see, um, Teen Snafu oh, Climax? Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we watched. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, fucking what's her face? Yeah, fuck. Uh, Yui. Yui. Yui's there up yeah. there, too. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, Yui's up there, too. But I no, felt... she's getting up there. And, she's getting up there in terms of, like, the rejection, yeah, dude. I, I felt so bad for for Yui. <laughs> I know. Me, too. Like, first in front of her, and then again later. <laughs> Yui's probably the number one rejection, followed by Rem. Yeah. And then 
I mean, she's getting up there, bro. Fucking uh, Ruka's getting up there in terms of like rejected girl. Yeah. Don't worry, Hero will be next in Cuckoo's. <laughs> <laughs> Hensachi. No, I'm kidding. No, stop. Man, I don't get away. Oh, God. Like, they always do this. Like, they want you to, like, the one you like is the one they're not going to pick. <laughs> Basically. Every time. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Basically. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that happens. And then, what you call it? Bobby's on the train. Faking things over, and then Cheezer is there, and she's hold, and she has the bag that mommy saw in the apartment. Yep. Like, hey, like, have a seat. They have a casual conversation, and it's weird. And then they get off the same stop, and at the end, she's like, "Oh, before you leave, just to make sure, just want to ask, you're not seeing him, are you?" Gulp. No. Okay. Like, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's like, she's fucking lying. I fucking can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that happens. Like, all right. <laughs> she's fucking losing her shit. And that's the end of the episode. Until it's not the end of the episode. Yeah. There's yeah. an after credit. There's an after credit. I looked for it this time. I specifically for it looked time. for it. Yeah, because I was like, oh, these always have fucking after credits. So when I went to credit, I looked and I was like, yeah, oh, there's an after credit. Yeah, and it's mommy this time. Fucking psychopath. She tried. She tried to look up Bruca. Her her account like pro like private. Yep. And she sees Kazuya's uh, grandmother. First off, why does Kazuya's grandmother have a Twitter? Second off, yo yo, she, yo she's all she's all up in social media. Great, granny gushing. This is crazy though. No, she got laid. I don't tell. I don't t- <laughs> no, I'm talking about fucking mommy. She's fucking oh, crazy. I'm, I'm talking about, I'll, yeah, she, she she as the grandmother. Yes. She said, oh, yeah, Kazuya wanted me to meet her. That's kind of why I broke up with him. <laughs> Is it really? No, she's just a bitch. She's like, all this. Like, I'm like, let's break up, okay? That spoiler that you told me, was that before she met Kazuya or after? The the, the, pre- the pregnancy? That's a spoiler. You're not supposed to say Bef- it. Before. Okay. That was before Kazuya. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think like 15, 16. Around there. A She's a psychopath. Slutter. Hold on. Psychopath. Slutter. Slutter. All right. Now let's do a stepmother next. All right. Let's start off with stepmother. You take over. All right. I got to remember. Whoa. I didn't mean to click on this. Whoa. Yeah, it, 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 it's, 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 draw, it's drawing a blank for me. But I know Ooh. there's a lot of. Jesus Christ. A lot of. A lot of where? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean to. Uh, all right, stepmother. Uh, what the fuck happened, stepmother? Bup, 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 I know bup, foot fetish um, shit with uh, foot? a lot of feet stuff. Foot fetish. Oh, um, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, the episode starts off with. Well, does it start off with this? I don't remember. <laughs> fuck no. What um. Did you? We didn't go over the one where they did the the classroom, right? Where they're like the first place. We didn't. We haven't gone over that one because it's been two weeks, right? Yeah, it's been two weeks. We haven't gone over it. Okay, so we'll start off with the two episodes before that. I start off with two episodes. I know Matt's trying to save time, but we kind of can't. Well, we can't, I guess. Basically, the previous episode before last, um, there's a competition, a healthy competition between, um, uh, what the fuck are their names? Uh, mini, not Minito, um. Mizuto and uh, Yume. And so 
we find out Yume basically like fantasizes like all she thinks about is being the number one in the class 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 that she her existence relies on her being number one in the grade mizuto is the only person to ever beat her and he did it through no effort and he continues to show to this day no effort and it pisses off yume because it's like oh like you show no effort like you know whatever and she's like oh well, unlike you i have to actually try they so much so they get into a fight and we'll get into this um they start their finals and yume does fantastic and they get their their final grade back and yume is pissed off because uh you see that uh what's his face with no effort uh what's it called uh i think it was in math class no effort uh what's it called Mizito just stops taking the test so he can get like yeah, a she didn't, fill, she didn't fill in the final answer yeah he didn't fill in the final it was like a final block and she's like oh I know you yeah. know the answer to these questions why didn't you do yeah, it uh, and, and also this also this is the latest episode actually this was the we, we covered last one <laughs> is it yeah, th- yeah this is the current episode the one we're talking about right now <laughs> is it yep I'm looking right now yeah I thought the whole yeah, the, 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 la- the last one was like a Mother's Day thing mm, okay yeah, yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. So we're, we're, on, we're, we're on the current one. We're on the current one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. Bad. So, um, she gets pissed off. They get into a fight in front of their mother. Their mother. Their yeah. mother's so funny because she's like so emotional, but she doesn't know how to be like a parent too. She's like, they start fighting. They literally they're about to fucking like fight. Like, uh, Yuma's about to slap Mizuto, and her mother stops him. And then Mizuto gets pissed off, throws his book, and they start shouting. And the mother's like, Oh, husband, no dando sama. Like she oh, runs away while honey, they're gonna... they're gonna they're gonna have hangry sex later. You'll <laughs> see. Clump, 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 clump. Are you, you is see, that all you, you see? You, you'll you'll hear a wall banging. I would love to see their interaction during sex. Like, is that all you got? Psh, pathetic chimpo. Fucking. Like, I guess I guess you're gonna call me Onichan when I top you. <laughs> For real, right? Chisai chimpo Onichan. Also, anyway. we finally see the other girls. I haven't finished yet. I haven't oh, finished yeah, yet. We haven't gotten to the other girl yet. So I haven't finished yet. So anyway, we um so what's it called? Uh they get into a fight, whatever happens, happens. The next morning, uh uh what's it called? Um Mizzy Toe's like, you know what? I think I do want a taste of the top today. And so they go through the rest of their finals week, they get their grades back. Mizuto tops her. Through like no effort again, <laughs> fucking Yume is like. That's how you word it. He topped her, Devin. He topped he, her, pal. He, he topped her. He beat her. He beat her. He beat her with no effort. Just no effort. And Yume is number two. And at first she gets like upset, you know, da da da. And Mizuto likes to gloat a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, you know, come take your spot back, little second place, Hime Onichan, whatever the fuck." Basically, like talking shit. And so at first she gets like really emotional because it's like, "Oh man, my entire existence is over because I'm not number one. Um, all my friends are gonna leave me. I'm gonna be lonely. I have no friends." And then you see all of Yume's friends come over, and they're like, "You still got number two? Like you're really amazing. You're so smart. Like yeah. I didn't get anywhere close to that. Like you're great." And it makes her feel better, and she starts crying out of happiness that like she realizes that being number one isn't all that it's cracked up to be and her friends aren't gonna they're not superficial they're not gonna leave her just because she's not the smartest person in the grade anymore and so that made her feel good and then yes as matt said we get our new girl our new girl is mizuto's friend her name is isana higashira isana so we'll call her isana 
Easy. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we see Isana and she they're in the same grade and they are like super close, super duper close. And there's also, I guess, some foot fetish shit going on because she loves taking off her socks and shoes. And then when she's done and she's gonna leave, she asks me to toe, do you mind putting my socks on? And twinkles her little toes in his face. And, and I, I didn't know the it. person I Carly was directing this. <laughs> and so uh so they put the socks on, but no, they get along with they they talk about manga and they have like similar personalities and stuff. But she's also very shy. And so as they're walking out, you see um Minami and uh Yume, they're together, they're walking yeah. out, and they're like, Yo, who's the girl with you? And they're like, Oh, it's my friend. And like the girl's like hiding like a cat, like <laughs> like looking around and shit, like <laughs> rawr. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> see how I did there? <laughs> yes. um, and so it's a little awkward at first, but then as you see their interactions, like as Yume sees the interactions between um, Isana and, and Mizuto, she gets jealous and she's like, wow, I can't believe I feel jealousy. Da, 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 da. Um, and so she starts acting like normal she starts acting like positive and happy and not like a bitch to her fucking brother and her brother's like she's not a bitch this isn't normal this is fucking weird and so she he goes to to isana and she's like hey you know my sister's being weird my stepsister's being weird and she's like oh why don't you just like talk to her about it like for real and they're like oh yeah. really like that's simple just you know confront her about it okay so they have a confrontation and everybody lays everything out basically she does uh mizuto doesn't like the fact that um that she's not acting like a bitch why are you not acting like a bitch and then you may eventually admits that like hey i'm a little jealous you know like the fuck and she's like oh well, you don't have to be jealous just a friend da, 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 da. like all right whatever and she's like i'm not a creep for being jealous right she's like no you're you're a total fucking creep 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 as fuck you jealous of your little brother's friend mm? of your big brother's friend i should say big brother's friend mm? and so um they have the conversation and then the next day as they're leaving they have proper introductions and yume and um isana they have a conversation same thing with minami they all have a conversation and you know everything's cool they all walk home together um and you can tell that there's something developing somewhere between um isana and uh and mizuto specifically uh i think minami was it minami or was it yume that straight up asked isana like hey do you have feelings for uh, mizuto and she, it was Yume, and then she blushes, and she's like, you know, there's only two times that I've ever wanted to be a guy. This time, and then the first time I got my period, and then so <laughs> that made me chuckle. <laughs> that made me chuckle. And then um, uh, Mizuto's like, see, like, would a girl that likes me talk that crudely about her period? And they're like, no, you're right. That's we, you don't talk about periods with, with guys. What the fuck? And so. Um, that's how they go. They have a conversation, but then Minami can see through it. Minami's like, you know, I think that there's something going on. You want to help me get? You want to help me get them together? And Yume's like, huh? What? And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, it was a fun episode. It was a very fun episode. Fun new character. Yes, I hope she wins, but she's not going to. No, no. I hate it. I know it's not a harm, technically. So, Ugh. speaking of harm. Cuckoos, couple of cuckoos. Oh, I thought we were gonna do all the etchies. Oh yeah, well yeah, we'll do Harum Labyrinth. It was, it was I wasn't feeling this one because they didn't fuck. Well, no, the first half I really didn't care about. It, it was just more of the simple. Uh, they beat the first boss. <laughs> mm. That was really yeah. They do it a couple of times. Yeah, well, uh, you have the technology skill, and then 
I mean, because yeah, it was like a herb class type of thing. Yeah, herbology. So basically, after yeah. they defeated the, after tree. they defeated the tree, the the monster tree, they get a leaf, and um, Roxanne unlocks a new skill called herbology, which are herbalist, herbalist, that basically yeah. allows her to take leaves and such and make uh make medicine. So she, yeah. uh, they defeat the boss, as Matt said several times. They get enough leaves and they make poison medicine, and uh. What's his face? What's his name? Which one? Oh, the guy, the main guy. Yeah, I forget his name. Michio. Michio's yeah. like, oh shit, they can, uh, they could, they're poison animals, and they're like, yeah, of course, the fuck, why wouldn't there be? He's like, oh, let's get fucking uh, antidotes. So they go buy antidotes, and they make some antidotes themselves, and that's that. Um, you see them basically um, as they're walking home. Uh, uh, what's his dick? Michio notices some bandits that are spying yeah he, uh, yeah he pens yeah he, he pens roxanne against the wall and says don't look but those are bandits and they're outside of the uh, the slave house so they walk in the yeah, slave so house and they tell they the, the guy yeah they talk to the slave master and he's like hey you got some bandits outside of your house and he's like well that was to be expected the bandit that you brought in somebody bought the bandit and they were talking to the bandit and they requested that the bandit stay in the house with an with a door that has an unlocked key and you know they paid for him, so I have to listen yeah. to him. So he's like, "Yeah, you know that wouldn't shock me." He's like, "I wasn't worried too much about it because who the fuck is gonna rob a slave house in the middle of of the of the the biggest town in you yeah. know like why would anybody do that?" And he's like, "Oh well, that's fine. We warned you. It is what it is." So as uh, Michio's gonna leave, Roxanne asks a favor, like, "Hey, you know, I really was appreciative of the of the women in the house that you know." you know, taught me how to be, you know, who I am. And they took really good care of me. I want to take care of them. So uh, he's like, all right, I understand. So he offers his services to the slave master as a bodyguard. And uh, the slave master accepts. They end up staying in the house. They get paid for it. They wake up, of course, with a kiss. And the episode ends with... uh, I I thought it was a phone job for a second. I thought so, too. I was like, yeah. the angle they were is like, is she blowing him. <laughs> I thought so too, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this shit on fucking. Well, no, uh, it's a, it's, it was a good morning kiss. Like it's morning. And they look and very they dark out. And they censored the kiss. <sighs> I didn't even bother though. Like I was hoping there would be sex, so I can like go back. Like I'd have the last couple episodes yeah, and go back to the yeah. version. But they censored the yeah, kiss. Yeah, yeah. The kiss was even that bad. The kiss and fucking engage kiss was better. Yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah, and that was where the episode ended. Really, you're like, oh, like it's time to begin. Yeah, and then they blow the fucking lights out, and everybody's in the dark about to face these bandits. So, yeah, um, it was all right. Yeah, uh, not the best one, but no, it's expected. It's, it's the it's to be honest, it's the best and worst etchy of the three. Yeah, it's the best because you actually get sex. It's the worst because it's like the shittiest story. Yeah. Out of the three, Vermeil is way better, and then Stepmom is got the best story of the three. But even then, but as, out of the three, though, I think Vermeil is better by slightly. <laughs> Vermeil is the best, I think, as a whole, as an overall whole. Vermeil is the best because you get etchy and you get solid story. And so let's transition to Vermeil before we move on to Cuckoos. Yes, uh, Vermeil. A yes, episode, a really, really good episode of Vermeil. Yeah, it's probably their probably their best one. <laughs> it is probably definitely their best one. Yeah, Vermel is still in her psycho true mm-hmm. form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what you call Otto is there. He sees him. <laughs> uh, Vermel's out of control. Uh yep. she he, she goes to try to kill Obsidian. 
Mm-hmm. And Alto jumps in the middle of it. Yep. Like, no, don't do it. Stab through the heart. Yep. And Vermeil's like, fuck. Yep. And Thirsty Girl's like, I can't do anything. Yep. Yeah, and then yeah, I'll just try to talk. He still says like it's okay. So Alto passes out and he's like, oh shit. And then so Vermeil gets pissed off, goes after him again. And then this time Alto wakes up from his fucking blood loss. He stabs from the heart. <laughs> he's like he's pouring, just gushing blood everywhere. Yes. And he hugs Vermeil and manages to snap Vermeil out of his uh out of I'm sorry, out of her rage by saying, like, it's okay, it's okay, everything is okay. I don't blame you, it's not your fault. And he dies. Yep. Aldo yeah, dies. And everyone's shocked. Vermeil's still pissed off. Um, Vermeil goes after Obsidian and yep. manages to, you know, corner him. And Obsidian's like, nope, you're not going to defeat me. And so Obsidian stabs himself in the neck with his Yeah, well, he injects himself with nanomachines, son. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> nanomachines. And so basically the injection that he was um, that he was in, that he put in is basically the, the souls, I believe, of demons that he has killed, like lesser demons. Yeah. And so he becomes a lesser demon himself. Thinking like, ah, oh, you can't beat me. I'm a demon now, just like you. Well, and then okay. he, he gets stopped by Elena. <laughs> no, he does not Elena. Incorrect. Not Elena. So, no, not Elena. So he goes after the fight, and um, what's her face? Vermeil fucking attacks, and yeah. she's like, Oh, like, wow, it's crazy. Like, you know, but I'm still a demon. And then it was Chris. Oh, Chris sorry, came. yeah, it was Chris. Chris came and fucking attacked uh Obsidian. Pinned him down, and then it was uh, what's her face with the final blow? It was um, Vermeil. Vermeil hit yeah. the final blow on Obsidian. They end up arresting Obsidian. Um, and that paper thing, I guess, was it an accomplice or was it a part? We, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. It was an accomplice, basically, to to Obsidian. Um, and so they arrest Obsidian, and um, that basically paper thing disappears. Paper thing disappears. Alto. It is again basically dead and yeah. um uh what's her face for male no the other girl lilia lilia was like oh my god like you're gonna let him die and uh and vermeil's like no he's not gonna die he'll be fine and she kisses him passionately and his wound magically heals wow so later on you see vermeil she's still naked i don't know why they didn't yeah. get her clothes she's still naked at the top of like the the the, the dueling place right and oh, before we continue, basically, Chris returned back over to uh, Rex's side, which was cute. Yeah, I that, that was, was nice. Cute. That was very nice. That was a nice little touch. Um, anyway, so we see Alto speak to Vermeil on top of the dueling tower. Thanks him again. Like, thank you. Like, I'm saved. You know, I'm appreciative. And Vermeil's like, I'm sorry. And Alto's like, well, what are you sorry for? Everything's good. I'm alive. Everything's good. Like, he's no, like, eh, not quite. <laughs> no, you're dead. And he's like, huh? Nani? And yeah. she was like, yeah, you got stabbed through the heart. So you don't have a heart. And she's like, well, I'm alive. Like, yeah, because I you gave my you my heart. And he's like, what? And yeah, she so goes, now in order it- to save you, I gave you my heart. So you have the heart of a demon. You now need demon mana. And if you die, I die. And if, if I, I die, die, you die. You die. So they and, have that soul contract, the soul binding. And Alto is shook, like, holy shit. And then he's like, why the fuck would you do that? And he's like, she's like, I didn't want you to die. 
you know? Yeah, and, and, then, so, and now Vermeil's like being distant towards Alto. Yeah, you see Vermeil over the next couple of days be distant. And now it's the opposite. It's the opposite ends where Alto needed to feed Vermeil. Vermeil now needs to feed Alto demon mana in order yeah. for the heart to continue to take. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, she, yeah, she said, not, yeah, she even said it's not going to be all the time just for a few years till her, till no, it she gets said used like, to him. Said like a few decades. But I was saying, like, yeah, yeah, it's basically it's until he gets used to it. Yeah, and then she's like, well, you won't need me anymore. And then they have a confrontation basically about feelings, and they basically kind of confirm that, like, yo, they have legitimate feelings for each yeah, other. Yeah, he, he, he kissed her without taking mana. Yep. And then she re- and then she remembers stuff like you should kiss someone if you really like yep. them. And she thing. gets super embarrassed, and while Alto, who still is still himself, he runs away because I can't believe I just kissed her. Yep, that was cute. But it was a really that's good storytelling. More good storytelling. Yeah. Have you seen a new visual? Yes. Can't wait. Looking interesting. Yeah, we're at the halfway point for it, so we are indeed. Solid shit, pal. Solid shit, pal. All right. All right let's do now, cuckoos. now cuckoos. Yes, you've been dying to do cuckoos. The Detective Sisters. Tante Waz. Erika and Sachi. Basically, uh, Sachi wants to spy on Hiro. Saying, why does Oni-chan like her? What's so great about her? And you just find out she's just the nicest human being. She's perfect. Yeah, they're nice, nice to children. Can do, can do sports. Can turns in a hundred yen coin, guys. Yeah. You know how much a hundred yen is? A, a dollar. dollar, less than a dollar. Yeah, but it doesn't mean though. Even though Sachi's like, oh, she's gonna steal it. Oh, that fucking bitch. <laughs> but no, gives it, gives it straight to the police. Like, Don't wow, we- that was. She's like, wow, that was so much trouble. She's like, no, it's not that much trouble. I'm sure somebody's looking for it. No one is looking for a dollar, honey. Well, yeah, keep it, better. keep. But no, but no. Um, but yeah, again at the park, she's playing with kids. Yes. And then they're like, and then Sachi's with Erica's like, so we're basically just stalking at this point, right? Like, yes, basically. And, and yeah, like, not- and of course, Umino, Umino is causing fucking dumbasses because <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. Again, a couple of cuckoos are fucking stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, now we see Sachi go into the school that Erica and Umido are in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, "Why are you here?" Like, "Oh, I'm here to see someone." And it's Hiro. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I'm and gonna Hiro's get Hiro." Sachi's tour guide. Yeah, because she, she wants to go to the school. Yep, she is. And then now Naki's freaking out. Like, shit, what's what's Sachi gonna say to her? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, Naki's with Erica on top. Uh, you know, we don't see much of the tour bus. You see Sachi and Hiro outside. Yeah, Naki sees them out the window. Yep. He can't hear them. He's like, ah, shit. Like, what are you talking about? You see them about to talk, but so, but you, we don't know what they say to each other. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully, we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. And then they, yeah, Naki just runs down. And then Sachi gets mad. Like, why are you here? Stop stalking Oni. <laughs> <laughs> so we guys talk about. It. Don't worry about it. None of your business. Mm-hmm. So that was it with that. And then we're at uh, we're at, we're at the restaurant. The parents, their shop. Mm-hmm. All the at the Nagi's there. Sachi's there. Erica's there. And then Sachi talks about how she wants to join the school they're in. 
Mm-hmm. And then the dad's like, oh, no, sorry. The mom's like, okay, yeah, we'll just sell the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not have a job. Mm-hmm. Then Sachi gets pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, don't sell this just because of me. And, of course, the mother, the former delinquent she is, she's like, oh, you want an ass woman, pal? Saxena! So they're all arguing back and forth. The father tries to jump in, like, you stay out of this. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> and then Eric then jumps It's in. funny how, like, beta the men are. <laughs> now, he tried last time, and, like, all right, not now. <laughs> right. Yeah, Erica eventually jumps in, like, oh, you guys don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. They were dealing with Erica's like, oh, yeah, I've always wanted to be in a family fight. <laughs> all, all of us. It's a game to you, huh? Yep. It's a game, and I'm winning, pals. Gamer. But yeah, this was this was a fun episode. It was. It was a fun episode. And um, yeah, just uh, I'm trying to think of what's next, really. I'm uh, curious let, to see how... let, let drama ensue now that Sachi's probably going to be in that school now. Well, yeah. Well, she's still junior high, so... You know what I hate, though? One thing I've been thinking about is that they they teased the cuckoo egg dilemma, and they didn't even... They haven't paid that off whatsoever. There hasn't been a single... Yeah, 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 unless you're watching the OP, you see the eggs there. Yeah. So, yeah, so unless we see the father again to talk about it, it ain't happening. That kind of annoys me. It does annoy you. Moving on. All right. When will Ayamu make his move? <laughs> Who knows? At I the finale, of course. I don't even think so. It wouldn't shock me if they extend it because, you know, fuck it, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a Valentine episode-ish. My Ish. Valentine. Yeah, so basically, Urushi has a Valentine chocolate for Ayamu. Valentine Day Choco. Yeah, Choco. She's basically trying to figure out when to give it to him. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, keeps failing. Yep. It's like, oh, I want to talk. Oh, classmate. What? Or what happened? What else happened in that? Uh, oh, what what's her face? Oh. Mari? Is it Mari? Maki. Maki. Yeah, yeah, Maki basically is like, oh, well, hold on, what's this? What's this email? What's this? Oh, this is anything important. Sorry, I thought something would work. Anyway, um, sorry, not not Maki. Mikage. Who's Mikage? The one that's with uh, Takeru because Takeru was going to be at the Shogi Club, and then the other girl's like, oh, oh I no, was you're not. no, I was talking about um. How Maki was telling her about what, um, like when to give her the, uh, when to give him the flower, like you know, like or not the flower, sorry, the the, the, chocolate. the chocolate, yeah, 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 yeah like build it that's up, right, build it, up, build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up, and then give it to him. Like, yeah, I love it. Like, all right, and so then as you see that, you see, um, meanwhile that while that that conversation is happening, you see, um, what's his face, uh, Sa- uh Sakurako. I call it Sakurako. It's easier. Yeah, Sakurako and and Takeru. They um, are talking with Ayumu and they're just having, you know, conversation about like, oh, here's your chocolate. And she gives them like one little piece of chocolate. And you see Takeru is like, you know, like he loves chocolate. And Ayumu yeah. just, hey, it's friend chocolate. Appreciate it. Friend choco. Tomodachi choco. Yep. And um, they're like, oh, have you gotten chocolate from Ayumu? And she's like, no, not yet. 
And they're like, oh, like we'll help you out. And Takaru was like, yeah, I'll take I'll help you out. I'll go over to the Shogi Club. We'll set the mood. And then I'll dip. Yeah. And then you guys will like have the perfect mood. She'll give you the chocolate. And of course, Sakurako, being the jealous girl that she is, tries to freaking uh, tries to, to hypnotize. No, basically, she's trying to tell Takaru to rid the room. Like, hey, let them be alone. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think that. I don't think that was at all. I oh, no, it was, well, sometimes, it, it's sometimes, sometimes, yes, but in this particular instance, no. She was just being jealous and wanted him like to herself. Yeah, so she's she, gonna hypnotize him because she gave him like a special chocolate. And he and she took his back. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> she thought he was gonna hypnotize. Well, as long as I don't look at it, you can't hypnotize me. So she starts to tickle him to try and find the chocolate. Finds the chocolate, takes the chocolate back, and they're like, "You're not gonna get the chocolate back unless you agree. You're not gonna go." All right, fine, I won't go. Okay, here's your chocolate. I was like, you like chocolate, right? Like, yeah, I like chocolate. Yeah, I like chocolate. <laughs> Who likes chocolate? I like chocolate. But no, um, anyway, yeah, so that happens. And so we see um we see, see Ayumu. Ayumu. Yeah, Ayumu and, and Arushi. They, they go to the club. They go to club, they they play, everything's good, and they're like, All right, you wanna go home? All right, and it's awkward, like there's tension. And uh yeah, what's it called? And, I, what you call it? Ayumu is uh, he stabbed, he like he's looking away. Yeah, he's putting and the Urushi's like, away. And Urushi's like, I could, like, I could, I could sneak the chocolate in his bag. She and goes over there. That, she, she drops it. No, she falls on her face. I'm saying, like, she, like I said, she falls on the face. She drops it. And she drops it. She's like, Oh, and, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and he sees it. <laughs> he sees the chocolate, and she's like, What's this? Like, here, sort of, just take it. She's all embarrassed. Take the yeah. chocolate. And she's super, like, he's super happy. He got Chaco. He's like, oh, yeah. thank you so much. I'm a treasure forever. Like, ah! It's, like, awkward. But, yeah. um, so that was cool. The next part of the episode, though, was also, I like the next part of the episode more. It was kind of funny to me. It was funnier to me. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, Ayumu, like, uh, failed his test. <laughs> no, we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah. So, Ayumu, um, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Irushi comes to, to club. And she sees Ayuma studying. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm studying for, for finals. Oh, okay. And she's like, hey, I, I hate to break it to you, but can I use this time to study for my finals? And she's like, what? No, Shogi? 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 Yep. And um, uh, Ayuma's like, wait, don't you need to study? And she's like, no, I just need to pay attention to lectures and I get good grades. I don't want yeah. to study. <laughs> and she's like, oh, how about I how about I, uh, I tutor you? And he's like, oh, will you? Please. Onigashimasu. And so, um, so she begins to tutor him. And they're like, let's go to the library. So they go to the library, but everybody and their mother's in the library. So, uh, so Sakuraku. Sakuraku. Yeah. And like, hey, Takeru come here. Like, yeah, go ahead. We'll just sit behind the desk. Like, we got space. It'll be cramped, but we'll have space. It's good. So yeah. they begin the tutor. Things are going well. And then you see uh, uh, Urushi look over to the side, and you see uh, Takeru and Sakuraku also studying. And they're doing it way cuter. Like, they're flirting and stuff in between. It's, mm -hmm. it's really cute. So, Arushi pauses and is like, hey, um, are they dating? And uh, Ayuma's like, not that I know of. They're like, oh, so she just likes him. I guess. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. And so, she recognizes some of the mannerisms, like leaning on him and laughing and being jovial. Like, some of those same mannerisms that she yeah, was exhibiting that, yeah, she with tries, Ayuma. She tries to do it. <laughs> Yeah, and so she's become super duper embarrassed, and she's like, "Oh, it's fine. Just give me a moment. Give me a moment." So, all's well that ends well there, and then so they take the test. Everything goes swimmingly for everybody, and they get the test results back. Ayuma goes to club with Irushi. They uh, did they play shogi or did they not play shogi? The victim was starting to. They were gonna play shogi, and then um, then the white Ayuma's like stop, and he's like, "Huh?" 
And so I, uh, Ayumu gives uh, Urushi a white day gift, which is basically a reciprocation of her chocolate. And she's like, you know, thank you for the chocolate. I really appreciated it. Here's a return gift. I hope you like the chocolate. And that stars Urushi. And then he's like, second thing. Um, so your tutoring was great. I loved it. It helped me out tremendously. And I answered all the questions right. But I answered them in the wrong column and I failed the test. So she still gets to do a makeup test so he can't be. He has, to go, to Rud- he has to go to rudimentary classes during the summer. And they so can't play for play. a couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah, and they can't play. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, what? Like, you imbecile. How the fuck did you fuck that up? Basically what she was saying in her head. Without yeah. Saying. Fun episode. It was a very fun episode. Oh, we also forgot to mention for the other couple, when he got to, when he opened the chocolate, it was a hard chocolate. What, yeah. Not a friendship one. I was like, oh. It was a, a love choco. Yep. It was adorable. It really Alrighty. Uh Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Another wholesome episode. I almost cried again. I I love Ray. <laughs> I I know you love Ray. I love fucking I love Yaika, man. I just I adore Yaika. She is yeah. a dream daughter. If I have a daughter, I swear I want her so bad. She's so adorable. Yeah. But yeah, it's a birthday oh episode. <laughs> it's a uh Tanjobi Omerito episode. But yeah, it's Yaika's birthday. <laughs> yes, it is. And then uh, Toru want to do something nice. Every time I see Toru, I think of Honda. I just can't. You can't can't hear Toru without thinking of Toru from. Yeah, so Kirishima. We'll call it Kirishima. Kirishima. Yeah. It's yeah, Kirish- yeah, Kirishima. Well, before the birthday, Kirishima's with Yaika. They're about mm-hmm. basically picked her up from school. Mm-hmm. Go to the donut shop, and they see Ray, the new guy, the childhood friend of Kirishima's, who's super flaming queer. Hey, I love him. Shut up. He is so <laughs> he's super supportive, though. He is. I don't know. I'm not hating on him. I'm just stating a fact that he's super. I don't, I don't, oh, he yeah. is, but no, he's just lovable though. He's want to pinch him. That's why I pinch his cheeks. Just, uh, he's yeah. yeah he, he, he's all right, pal. Yeah, but he yeah he's trying to hug Kirishima. Kirishima yeah, he's like, pinching no. those cheeks. All right, pal. He does. Oh yeah, he has to. But no, uh, Ray is basically talking to uh, Yaika. And now he's like starting to see why Kirishima is like calm, collective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's because he because it's because of Yaika. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get to the next day. It's Yaika's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Toru wants to do something nice. Uh, who's the economy? Mm-hmm. The ants. Is that her name? The ants. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Kurosaki. Yeah, yeah, the the red haired girl that's the sister of the girl in the coma, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe it's her. E... Kanami. Yep, Kanami. Okay. Yeah, Kanami Kurosaki. Yep, Kanami. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, she likes uh the omelet over rice. She's hot. She's definitely like milk material. Oh, she, oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, she. Definitely I would is. definitely want to slip my chimpo on her. Well, what you call it? So Kirishima can't take Gaika to the park. So the goons got to do it. It's okay. And but there's a reason why. Yeah, because he's making the gift. He's making a gift. And we find out why he's making the gift later on. Yeah, but uh, what you call it? K and what's the other guy's name? Um, Ta- Tauchi or some shit like that. I have no idea. You have um, so, like, basically Segura. The, the, the orange hair. Yeah, it's like it's um Aoi. Yeah, that's his, that's his uh, other name, Aoi. Aoi, yeah. 
Aoi. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I don't go by their first names, dude. I always go by their last names. Yeah, Sugihara. Sugihara. I was going to say Sugihara. Yeah, they, they, basically they took her to the park. They're going to play jump rope. Uh, this random white chick. Yes, and she is white. She's a, a, a guy. She's a student. Yes. Sarah. Her name is Sarah. Her name is Sarah, yes. Oh, yeah, she starts randomly playing with Yaika. And at first, like, Yaika's like, uh, she takes, she's like, well, this is weird. Like, what the fuck? She's yeah, like, she's, she never made friends before. She, there's no, per, there's no personal space with this girl either. Like, she's like, hey, you're a girl. I'm a girl. Let's be friends and play. And she's like, friends? The fuck's a friend? <laughs> friends? Nani? Tomodachi? Nani? Yes, uh, all that was going on. Eventually, they, they warm do... up to each other. What? They warm up to each other. They do warm up to each other, and it got to the point where they go to the Sakuragi area, the house. Mm-hmm. Even the father's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You got a friend. Just... You got a friend. friend in me. Yeah, like even like even we see we even see Sarah's dad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know personal space either. <laughs> nope, he doesn't know jack shit either. And he's definitely American. No, is he French? I think he's French, right? I think I thought they were Italian. Italian, yes, Italian. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. Because they said happy birthday in Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're Italians. Mm-hmm. Uh also we're missing. Who was the guy that got out of jail? The childhood rival of um Kirishima. Of Kirishima. But do, did name. we know his name? Yeah, they said his name and I just forgot it. Uh, if I'm looking back at the... Uh, it, it was at uh, Hayami, right? Because he, he's dead. <laughs> they got, wasn't it the one that got hit with a shovel after being buried underground by the mob, the mob boss? Don't recall. I don't recall either. Couldn't tell you, pal. Yeah, we saw him at the beginning and we'll get to him at the end. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, uh, basically, we're at the birthday party. Sarah's dad's over. They're all hanging out. He's even talking to the mob boss. Mm-hmm. And even he's like opening up, talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he talks about uh, how they got to Japan, like how, like how they love Japan. They moved to Japan mm-hmm. because of the cherry blossoms. And that's what Sakuragi means. So he's, uh, of course, he's like interested. Like, oh, no. That type of thing. I'll go so the whole family's making friends. And oh, then yeah. we get we celebrate her birthday and we get the, and of course Kirishima gives her the things. The, the what? omelet the thing. Oh, I thought you said like I was like, that's not that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, the um the uh the omelet omelet rice. rice. And we find out the reason why he made omelet rice is that at, at the very beginning when he's having that conversation with um with uh Konami. Kurosaki, yeah, with Konami. Um, she asks, like, what do you want to give Yaika? Like, you're thinking like a physical gift, and she's like, she's like, oh, what did you get as a kid? And she's like, I didn't. He's like, I didn't get any gifts as a kid. Like, we we're poor. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be uh, a physical gift either. And he's like, I want to cook. And she's like, oh, that's that's a lovely thing. Do you cook? No. Okay. Well, well I'll work with you. And you yeah. see him throughout the episode trying to cook. In between everything, and he fucking like mutilates his finger. He mutilates a couple of his fingers. We find out at the end. Yeah. But he makes the amorice, and we see also basically the reason why he chose amorice in particular is it's the same dish that his mother would make. And every year he would get no physical gift, but her mo- his mother would go through his like her damnedest to make her son that amorice. 
and wish yeah. him happy birthday and write it on the omelet and ketchup. And so he tried to do the same thing for Yarika and it didn't come out as pretty as his mother's, but the sentiment was, was really, really, really lovely. It was a really nice sentiment. And it really, yeah. it made me feel and Karishima or not Karishima. Yarika, um, Yarika was like, you know, like, Hey, can I eat this? And she goes, yeah, you know, and she actually felt like emotion herself when, when uh, her aunt was like, hey, you know, uh, Kirishima really like he tried really hard to make this for you. Like, you know, he worked really hard to do this. And she's like, oh, my God, he made this for me. Like she like in the same way that she had made the, the chocolate cake specifically for him. Right. Um, it was like a return in essence. And so she felt emotion. And she's like, can I eat it? And she's like, of course, she eats it. Oh, my. You know, or she. And yeah. um, that's how the episode ends. And it, it was really, really, really lovely. No, I I enjoy that one a lot. This is so wholesome. I agree. Uh, Moving on, Overlord. A solid episode. God, a fucking Death Knight dies. (laughs) Two of them. I know. They finally, someone from the side gets fucked (laughs) over. I mean, you know, but they they died by default because they fell in a fucking end. I know, but it still counts. Yeah, death is a death. You fi- death you count. figured like they would probably survive that fall. Psych. Yeah, I guess not. Nope. I'll let you recap this one because this one's a blur for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, kind of a blur for me too. Um, uh, basically, Eins oh, helps minimum, minimum. the dwarves. I gotta think. I gotta think of it. Uh, the dwarves. Da, da, da. Um, the death knights come. Yeah, I guess he's um, Kuagas. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh, I get the idea. All right, so yeah, I mean, basically everything Matt said in particular. What does this offer up? Labor Day. Oh no, I thought somebody sold my television. All right, anyway. Um, yeah, so we see basically, um, Einzel Gold comes over. They uh, the city is about to be overrun, and Einzel Gold comes over, and they slaughter all of the 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 Koagas. Slaughter them, right? And then they're like, hey. Einzo uh, goes like, take me to your leader. You know, I'm here to to help you. And so they go to like the what is this? The war like council, I guess, or like city council. Basically, they go to like the city council, and that Einzo uh, goes says like, hey, you know, I'm here to make a friendly relationship. I- I'll help you with the Quagas. I'll help you take your city back. And he's like, I want to establish um trading goods i'll give you guys food and and stuff that you know you got food and alcohol that you guys don't have just surrender to me (laughs) i want no not yet i want your um minerals as well as in trade okay that's fine and he's like i also want you to um give me all of your um runes and they're like oh we don't really use the runes whatever like exactly so just give them to me and the guy's like well i don't want to give it to you and he's like, well, if you're not going to use the technology, it's a dying technology. I'm going to have them make exclusive technology for me. What do you say? And so they're like, all right, we'll think about it. They think about it. And they're like, all right, you got a deal. And so um, beforehand, Einzo Gold goes over to, I guess, the to the to the dwarf, like the rune people. And they're all like confused, like, oh, why are we here? Da, 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 da. And so they um, Einzo Gold shows them a a sword and it's a beautiful sword and it's got like 20 something runes. It's got a lot of runes and they're like, what's the most runes you can make? And uh, he's like, I don't need something that has 20 runes. What's the most you can make? Like the most ever made was six. And that was for an ancient uh, weapon that we no longer have. 
So like, you know, there's no way for us to do that. And he's like, oh, well, you know, with my technology and me helping you guys, I want you guys to surpass your limits. I want you to make me this technology together. We'll push boundaries. What do you say? And he basically rallies the troops, rallies the troops, rallies the troops. And, um, you know, everybody's happy. They're like, yeah, I want to do it. 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 And at the end, as he's leaving, one of the dwarfs comes out and he's like, so it's official. Like, we're all like gone right and he goes yeah you all guys are all coming to my to my kingdom and he gets upset and he starts crying that you know at the end of the day his kingdom basically fucking gave him up for nothing as he said yeah. first when he thinks and he's like you know what i understand that you'll be sad because you'll be, you know you're leaving your kingdom but you know a, a one man's trash is another man's treasure and so although you're country doesn't value you i value you and i'll i'll help you you know realize your value and um helps him going and so at the end um the next day they prepare to go out to try and you know get the kingdom and the same dwarf was like i want to lead you i want to lead you and einzo goes like well i need you to make me runes i don't need you to die leading me back to your place and he goes over and whispers to him like hey there's a book on runes keeping that's one of our um one of our uh what's it called our treasures it's in the it's in the treasury i want to take that book with us when we go over to your kingdom and einzo goal was like isn't it kind of fucked up that you're trying to steal from your own country and he's like well he's like a country that doesn't want me and doesn't want the technology doesn't necessarily need this book anymore and i do that and he's like i'm gonna have a random bout of forgetfulness and not remember or see anything that happened when we passed this treasury and so he takes the dwarf along and um, I think that's how the episode ends. I, I, I did skip over the fact that um, in this initial battle, when they open the gates up afterwards, you see all the rotted corpses and you see the Death Knights um, attack the, the, the Quaggas and the, they kill a bunch of Quaggas. And as they're trying to cross the, this bridge that through this large chasm, the Great yeah. Chasm, um, they, they, uh, the general of the Quaggas is like, yo, cut the bridge, cut the bridge, cut the bridge. And they're struggling. And so what he does is he, in one leap, fucking leaps over slices all the cords to the bridge and he sacrificed i don't know how many quaggas and he manages to kill the two death knights and that actually as matt said he kind of shocks Einzel's soul. He's, he's like probably, oh this guy is <laughs> yeah he's like he must be a human like he uh, you know it's just but, nothing yeah, he, but he doesn't know what happened yeah <laughs> but yeah exactly he doesn't know what happened um so it does give over that part but yeah that's basically the whole gist of, of overlord solid solid episode all righty uh, Lycoris Recoil. Another solid, solid episode. Yeah, Desato and Ma- Majima are having an argument about what the guy looks like with the drawings. No, Majima's the the bad guy. Sorry, um, yeah, it was it was about Majima. Sorry, Desato and Takeda. Takeda, yeah, are having an argument. Yeah, she saw. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the description. Even though Chisano knows what it looks like because she fought him in the last episode. Yeah, so they're in HQ right now trying to draw up a fucking sketch. And one sketch looks like a fucking guy with special needs. The other guy looks like freaking uh, the Joker without the without the the lipstick. Yeah. So they get talking to got the hair wrong, the face wrong. Yeah, and the other girl got the uh, the uh, she got the hair right. On. Just yeah, the hair right, just the, not the the design. Yeah. So they're like, oh. all right, this we're not getting anywhere. And then this. you see the other girl who's like, oh, she looks like this, and it's a beautiful piece, but it looks nothing like him. Yeah. <laughs> And so the other girl is like, maybe we should make art a requirement as being part of liquors. And they're like, yes, yes, we should. <laughs> yeah, right. 
And so, yeah, basically the episode starts off um, that way. As you continue on with the episode, um, you basically see that um, that uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Magica is trying to um, analyze the situation. Like, yo, how did this girl like dodge my bullets from point blank range? It makes no yeah. sense. Like, it's like she knew everything was going to happen and she came and shot. And so as they're trying to find information, Hacker is like, hey, the only thing I found on her is that she was part of that um, tower incident, the tower incident. Like, were you there? And he's like, was I there? I was the one who blew up the tower. <laughs> and he found out he was the one that shot at him, that she that she shot at him. <laughs> yeah, we find out basically that they said, oh, that's an unconfirmed rumor. So it's probably bullshit. But she killed all the all the terrorists. And they're like, yep, there was a single girl, the little tiny girl. Like, wow, imagine that tiny little girl is this girl now. That crazy. And he, and he's like, yeah, it's her. It's her. And so he's excited. And so they end up, um, what's it called? She's like, oh, by the way, you got to go to this police station and enter this USB drive into their computer so I can try and get more links. And so they go and they completely fucking destroy a police station with eight with fucking machine guns and destroy everything and they're right in blood like licorice i i challenge you yep. and at the end of the episode i can skip to this part at least you see that they put the thumb drive inside of the the, the main police uh computer and that's been trying to basically find a hit and at the end they managed to find the hit but that's not the main focus of the episode the main focus, the main focus is on uh, mika on mika yes and so mika um gets a text message from um yoshi Yoshi-san, and was like, hey, um, I want to talk to you. Um, meet me at Forbidden tonight. I want to talk to you about Shisato's future. And yeah. as this text message comes in, as Shisato's passing by, and with her keen eye, she notices and reads the text message in an instant and starts worrying about, like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So she thinks at first, she basically gathers all the, the, all the people in the, in the room. She's like, oh, we're going bankrupt. Like, we need to find out what the fuck is going on. So they end up all like they hack. Uh, what's it called the system? Karumi, find out, yeah, like, hacks. Yeah, about the this other bar they're talking about. Like, yeah, they find the nicer, like, fancier bar. What the fuck? Oh, what? I heard a loud noise and somebody's riding around. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Mizuki, Karumi, Chisato, yeah. and Takeda. They found a really nice secretive bar. They dress up really, really pretty, and they go through and they start eavesdropping on the conversation. And uh, Chisato finds out that Yoshi. Is the the Allen is the spot Allen sponsor? She's the one. He's the one that saved her life, and of course she blows her cover. And you know, of course Takeda, you know, bumps into her ass. That was cute. Face first into her ass. Yep. Got done. You're, the Yuri bait's real. They really should make this a Yuri, bro. If this was a Yuri, this would be a top three show. If this was a Yuri, that's what Sean said. Yeah, I, I agree with him. That's why I'm. That's why I'm yeah. making a comment on the podcast. You know, truth be told, I guess we're gonna talk. Are we gonna talk about this one next? No, are we gonna save it? For engaged kids, we're gonna make that the, the co-main. We can make yeah, we could do engage as co-main. Or we should should we do um? Oh, actually, we'll do call of night and abyss as the last two. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. So um, it's so tough, man. This season with the with the animes, but any in any case, um, so she goes. I, you know, I've always been looking forward to you been know looking for you. Yeah. me. Thank you so much. You know, whatever. But you can tell, like, Yoshi's, like, not happy. And he's, like, I'm not supposed to, like, you know, confirm that I was the one who saved you. That's part of the policy. Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever. So, um... Mika follows him. <laughs> yeah, Mika follows them. And, no, well, Mika's, like, you know, stay here. We'll, I'll come back and talk to you. So she goes in. They go Also, in before the that, though, before that, though, Chisato's, like, oh, she's not, he's not meeting with a girl. It's... 
a guy. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he swings that way? Oh, but love is love. Like, all well, right. um, turns out he probably does. He may, yeah, because there's they, they yeah, we, we see that we see that moment with them in the elevator next. Yeah, so they're in the elevator having this conversation, and um, what's it called? And Yoshi-san is like, hey, like, yo, like she has a talent, a talent for killing. Like, we need that talent of killing. And um, uh, Mika's trying to defend uh, Chisago. And so he pulls his gun out. He's like, don't think I don't have the balls to shoot you. And he called Yoshi-san. They put the hand on his chest like, you don't. (laughs) Yeah, he called his bluff. He's like, no, you don't. And then you see the flashback, as Matt said. You see them from the moment that they they meet, the moment that they converse. They see, like, there's a, a sprinkle of, like, joy and happiness when they're together. Um, the way he whispers like in his ear like you don't remember this like there was definitely some some sexual tension there between the two of them definitely some some Yahweh tension between yeah. them um, but then you see like I said the recap of like you know from the time that they saved Shisato to the time that she they, they break out all of that and it, it's all interconnected and so as uh, Yoshi-san is leaving um, what's it called Mika's like I knew I couldn't he knew I couldn't pull the fucking trigger and he gets upset and Yoshi-san gets in the car and Takina stops yeah. him and was like you know she's been really looking forward to you and she really wanted to you know thank you and um it makes uh yoshi smile yoshi's on style and he goes i'm very much looking forward to your potential talking up closes the door and leaves so aka it's like Mark. so was it you think it was a ploy for talking to be there to kill her no i think it's just he wants a fucking super duper assassin and he he's working with hacker who's working with uh, Magica. So I think yeah. there's a connection somewhere, but and he's an Allen child as well. We we see yeah. also. Uh, did we see that? We learned that already, though. That um, Magica is an Allen child. Yeah, yeah, and it's reaffirmed again in, at, toward the end of this episode that he's an Allen child himself. And again, with Allen children, they're given specific missions, but it's up to them to fulfill them within their their own elements, which is interesting. Yeah. But we don't know what either of their missions are, but that the two main people, good and bad, have their own missions: one to destroy, one to save. Um, and in any case, um, basically, uh, Chisato and, and, um, and, Ma- and Mika, they end up having a conversation at the bar and, you know, uh, Chisato's like, why didn't you ever tell me? And they're like, I, you know, wasn't supposed to, wasn't my job to. And she's like, oh, you helped, you kept the secret. That makes sense. I understand. You know, and they just have a conversation about, you know, the way things are. Um, and then that's, of course, basically- one of them wanted to stay at the bar. <laughs> yes. One of them. Um. And yeah, basically all is well that ends well for from from that aspect. Um, until we get that uh, what's it called? We get that after credit. It's an after credit scene that we had already mentioned that I, I had mentioned earlier about how they managed to plug that uh that USB drive into the uh, yeah, the yeah he, they managed right. to find a way he's, to get yeah, into the yeah, he's recreating the, the tower thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and then he says like, oh, if you thought the last thing was 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 crazy, wait till you see this one. And they're at the new like the new replacement tower. Yep. So, so we're about it. to get that again. <laughs> Yes, we are. All right, now engage kiss. God damn, we're at two and a half hours. We have three more to go, <laughs> and uh, one more review after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So four. So let's, let's Surprise review. I'll let you go with this one real quick. Which one is this? Engage? engage kiss. Yeah, engage kiss. So basically, but engage kiss. Did we go over last? We didn't go over last week. The um, the what's her face? Did we? The yeah, we um, did. the. The, the saint yes did we okay we did. What, what, what do they call again the um of the 
I forget the name of the damn saint. Um, I know that her name Sharon, but what do they call Celestial the, um, Abbey? Celestial Abbey. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Exorcist, so, yeah, Exorcist of the Celestial Abbey. Yeah, so the Celestial. That's what I need to know. Celestial Abbey. Anyway, so we see the the battle between um, Carissa and Sharon from the Celestial Abbey happen, and uh, Kisara. Kisara, my bad. Kisara. Yeah. Um, between Kisara and Sharon, they have their battle, and then yeah. Ayano shows up with her guards to save face. And so Sharon dips. And so we see basically shoes unconscious from the ass whooping that he took and um, from Sharon. And we get uh, a recap story of, of how the three of them know each other. And yeah. so, <laughs> which is funny. So we get a recap story. And basically, uh, Kisara was like, hey, um, yeah, you know, uh, Sharon was with Shu when they when they revived me from the cave. And they're like, oh, how did like you guys get away from from fucking that demon Sharon? And basically they go over the story about how after they got um, and subdued Kisara, uh, Sharon and um, and Shu have sex. And as yeah. they're fucking, Sharon is about to kill him and then with a knife behind his back while he's pumping. And then he stops and then he knows because he pulls out a thing of poison and Kisara, a vial of poison. And Kisara says it was a, uh, a neurotoxin to paralyze her. And they're like, how did you get get her to drink the poison? And you see, basically, she goes, there's more than one uh, membrane that can absorb poison. Basically saying that he put his fucking poison on his cock and fucked it in her. Which is pretty fucking cool. That was raw. Like, I was like, wow. <laughs> that was raw as fuck, bro. I saw that, I saw that clip where they were like fucking. And I was like, oh, shit. And then you see the poison. You're like, oh, shit. All right, guy. And that makes Ayano jealous. Like, wait, how do you know that? And then they're like, wait, how? Like, have you stolen every memory of every girl that he's fucked? Tell me who he's fucked, right? Yeah. Just who you remember, but who he's fucked. Tell me. And she just walks away, which is funny that she wants he wants to know those details. Like, like none of your business, basically. Um, which pissed me off. I was like, bro, how can you take those memories of like? I can't imagine like uh, someone taking my memories of the women that I fucked. Yeah, well, Kisara mean, wants all of them. <laughs> horrible. Anyway, so meanwhile, Shu's awake. Shu pretended to be asleep, but he was awake listening to the conversation that they had between uh, Kisara and Ayano. And he's like, I got to try and process this. And so basically, while this conversation is happening in the hospital, we see Sharon basically take a boat to a, um, a, uh, a large uh, freight boat that's off of the shore of uh off the, the shore of the mainland and she breaks in kills some people and she finds a um a suit of some kind and basically integrates herself within the suit she strips butt ass naked and integrates herself within the suit the suit is you can tell off that it's made from demon technology and so uh the next the next day we see the detectives they find the lock they find the dead people and they see that the suit was, they see a fragment of the suit. They test it. They find its demon power. They find where the package came from. It's from a dummy, uh, a dummy business that's run by the Celestial Abbey. So basically, they falsified documents and imported some serious ass shit inside of the country for the sake of trying to kill this demon, aka Kasara. And so that was wild. As she, as I believe, what she went shopping was it. Um, she got a text message or was she with she was with somebody she was doing something Kisara was doing something she gets a text message to meet Sharon um, in an abandoned building and so she yeah. does 
they begin the fight and Sharon is wearing this suit and she's like the fucking Terminator. Yeah. She's like the Terminator. She damn she damages Kisara. She manages to shoot Kisara, but normal human weapons don't phase Kisara because she's a demon. And so the demon, like these like demon like tentacles come out of the fucking suit and they start fucking attacking Kisara and put a hole in her leg. And she's taking major damage, taking major damage. Eventually, um, as she's fighting uh, Sharon, Sharon gets the upper hand and manages to stab Kisara a hole in the stomach and she's bleeding everywhere. She's fucked up. She's hurt. And then as she's hurt, we see Ayano go to uh go to, back to the uh to the hospital with a fresh bouquet of flowers and see was looking for shoe and shoe isn't there and the windows open so shoe escaped the hospital and at this moment when you see that you see uh kisara about to be defeated by sharon and then you hear a gunshot loud gunshot you wake up kisara wakes up and see shoe is there trying to like you know get her up get her going and they have a conversation and basically they're like hey um kisara is like what do you like what do you what am i what am i to you what do you, what is this and you know at the end of the day he basically shu reaffirms like hey i'm just using you to get to my end goal but if it was you if it wasn't you i wouldn't kiss you and let you steal my memories and i don't care what you have to do you can suck me dry. i was gonna say you can suck me dry <laughs> you can see where my mind my mind is yep you can basically he said you can wring me dry to the bone as long as I accomplish what I need to accomplish. That's all I care about. And basically they start making out passionately tongue and spit and all you see it all. It's not censored unlike Harum and yeah. it gives Kisara power and uh, she passes out from the memory loss and Kisara fights back and a, a, a second half of the battle happens. It's incredible. And Kisara manages to get the upper hand and defeat Sharon. Yeah. And that's basically how the episode more or less ends. Like, there's some banter between Shu and uh, and Kisara, but nothing of, of significance. Yeah. No, that was really good. So, is Sharon dead, or is she going to be going? Like, is she being deported? Like, what is what? What is going? I, I think she'll be back. Uh, you got to be because she's like, you know, the sword didn't go through her or anything. Like, you just see her fucking pretty yeah, ass. Yeah, probably her suit's useless now, but yeah, yeah. they destroyed the suit. No doubt, they destroyed the suit. So that's that's. Yeah, so I sh- she'll probably get a stronger suit. You know what shocked me? Yeah, you know what shocked me? If they fucking threw her in jail because she's not as powerful. So they threw her in jail and then another fucking uh, another Abby Abby member came over and broke her out. And there's two Abby members. Could be. Yeah. That would be fucking cool, bro. That would be cool. Alrighty. Co-main-ish. Co-main-ish. Yes. Call the night. Great episode. Great episode. Our uh, final episode where somebody gets well, not quite, because I guess people get thrown out the window in our uh, in our main event. Yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, it's another but, episode uh, and where somebody gets thrown out the window. Yeah, it was a window week. It was a window week for sure. Window. window uh, we we we, window meet a, we meet another new character, Shirakawa. Is she going to be permanent? I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just thought they featured her a lot this episode, but I didn't think she was going to be permanent. Yeah, like not not. I don't think every day, but it's like, like well, we'll see more of her. Hmm. But yeah, uh, Shirakawa, she's a twenty-four-year-old uh, office employee. Mm-hmm. And she's miserable. Yeah, because of her job and all this, she's yep. very tired. Yeah, very Almost reflective of real life Japan. Always very reflective of real life Japan. Yeah, and how stressful it is. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Ko is giving her a massage. Because what you call it? 
Nazo knows lazy. Basically. I don't, like, I don't want to. Yeah. If you do it, I'll give you a reward. Go hold and, and 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, 200. No, because you said 2,000 yen. That's 20 bucks. Is it? Yeah, it's 20 it is. bucks. It is. No. 2,000 yen is 20 bucks. Nine ninety nine, huh? Because I, I always go based off of the the New Japan World subscription. Nine hundred ninety nine yen is ten. Sorry, sorry, two thousand yen right now is fifteen dollars. Is it? Wow. Yep. I said ten thousand was a thousand. Ten thousand is a hundred dollars. Is a hundred? Yeah, I said it in the yeah. previous episode. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so for so part time they're getting a thousand dollars a day. <laughs> And this one, he was only getting fifteen dollars to massage his girl. <laughs> but that was half because she normally pays four thousand yen. But the, that, that, is, that is that that is the half because she was mm-hmm. getting four thousand yen. The two thousand yen is the fifteen dollars. Basically, that's American so, exchange. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Wow, that's a lot of money." Like, oh, yeah, but I forget. But like, it makes sense. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was gonna say like, it's not. That's like a day, not even. <laughs> I used to get five bucks a week for taking out the trash. Uh, yeah, I used, I used to get an allowance. It was like 20 bucks. So. Yeah, no, I got like five, five a week. So 20 bucks a month. Wasn't yeah. much. Made, it, made, it, made it last. But uh, yeah, Ko was giving uh, Shirakawa the massage. And then you see her talking about her life at the job. And it got to the point where like she doesn't want it. Like, she's like she can't take it anymore. It almost seems like suicidal. But I felt bad. She broke down just like she broke down crying. Yeah, and and her boss of all people was calling her during this at two in the morning. Yeah, like to go in, and then Ko's like, "I can't. I I, sh- I should probably stop her." And so he gets all rapey and was like, "You're not like, leaving. Yes, you ain't going out of here alive." <laughs> right, and then, and then she's like, uh, "What?" She, she, like, she pokes through the fucking wall. I laughed when I saw that. It was like, "What?" It was like, uh, like "Oh, just get like stop her from what? From leaving?" Okay. okay. You turn out the fucking window. I was like, what is that? So she's like, I'm gonna die. Yep. And he's like, and then he jumps out the window, like, no, you're not. Yep. And then Nazada picks them up. Yep. They they land safely. Yep. Uh, He talks about like how he wants to be a vampire to her and all that. Yep. And he's like, when I turn, I'll turn you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nazo's like, "What the fuck?" And then, yeah, and then Shir- Shirakawa's like, "I hope you do," type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Nazo, I get in jelly." So you're like, yeah, like, who says you're gonna turn to vampire? That was a guy I love. Like, stop saying love, damn it. Q Ketsuki. That was the first half. The second half is Nazo tells Ko, "Hey, figure something fun." Do it. Like karaoke? Nah. Like all this stuff. Like swimming? Like, all right. We can go swimming. And, and they, they found get... this hotel with this random pool party. Right? Like, that's normally... You would see some shit like near the coast for that, you would think, right? Actually, I didn't see that during my time in Japan. Then again, I was in the wintertime. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all that was going on. And then uh, Ko is sitting at this chair by himself. And then when Nazo, she's getting hit on by these two dudes. Mm-hmm. And then Ko sees it, and he starts getting jelly. Mm-hmm. Like, got to the point where, like, he grabs her wrists. <laughs> like, bitch, get your ass in the car. 
Yeah, but you know those guys weren't that bad. They're like, oh, she did have. No, a they were actually yeah, they were actually nice guys. I think they're just really just talking, hanging out. Yeah, and they were like, "Don't leave your girl alone, bro." Uh, but like, I'm like, good luck, man. Yeah, treat you out this game. Recognize game. Fact. Yeah, and then Koza's just like walking away from her again, all like pouty, like a bitch. Right. And then Nazana just basically picks him up. They start flying. I thought she was gonna yeet him in the pools. Yeet. I like throw him in there, but no, they start diving the pool. And then he's like, "Ah, oh, you have fun and all this." And yeah, he didn't say yes, but it was in a way it was. Like, I guess it's whatever. Yeah, but that was a fun episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. Alrighty, made in the best. <sighs> Fuck all you voters, by the way, for giving this such a low grade. They don't know quality. That's what you have. In the vote. anime trend, in the anime corner. This should be fucking top. Yeah, top. Yeah. But I say, like, this is one of the best pieces of media. And they're just neglecting it. I don't know. I know because it's on if it's on high because it's on high dive or what? Gotta be. But where's Call of the Night? Ayumu, um, Isekai, like they're not really on there. Well, Call of the Night is. And I mean, you get these random isekai harm shows on top, but this one's like guess the back burner. It's like really? Yeah, and that's kind of ridiculous. Prior, I guess priorities. I mean, you know, when you first saw it, like that was one of the things that I didn't like about it. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, it looks like fucking some little kids in some fucking random world, like me. And then when you watch it, it's, it is little kids in a random world, but it's way it goes way beyond that. So yeah. I guess perhaps those are people that are judging based off of just like initial sight or not enough viewers that have watched that in the past. I don't know. Uh, one person said it was gross. Like it's not really gross. I mean, it is kind of. It can be gross. Well, the, well, Mariko shits twice. That's it, <laughs> bro. It's constant vomit, constant shit. You know, constant piss. Yeah, but but there's more to piss. it. Like the world is engaging. That's how it is. That's, yeah, no, that's, why, that's why it's forgiving for me. Like I'm not. I still complain about. it. I'm like, really? I didn't need to see more vomit. I didn't just fucking see Rico fucking. Having diarrhea again for like the fiftieth time. What the fuck, cat? Yeah, cat. Tell him. <laughs> Asshole. Oh uh, yeah, we picked up where we left off. Rico was thinking about like what could I give this thing? Like my eyes, my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dilemma. Yeah, and then uh, Magic Kaja stepped in saying like you need to leave. <laughs> Yep. Like don't, don't do like don't give him anything. Don't give him anything. Yep. Because you won't make it. I've seen it before. You'll die. Yeah. It's like and you'll lose value on your life and all this shit. Yep. Yep. And then yep. even Nanachi, it's like don't like just leave me here with Mitty. <laughs> That's so wild when you see her. Like bro, like she just straight up, she legit straight up just like fucking sold her fucking soul for Mitty. For, yeah. For Mitty. I mean, well, we all know how to fair, Well, to be friends. fair, Minnie was the only friend she ever had before them, but... Yeah, yeah. But it's you know, but it's, it's not... That's not even really Minnie. It's just a exact carbon copy. Right. That Bondru was somehow able to convince... <laughs> to keep it alive. <laughs> that's so wild, bro. It is wild. It's like, holy shit. And on top of that, it's a waste of one of... Uh... Uh, what's his face's fucking explosions? Reg, yeah, one of Reg's fucking explosions. It was a complete right. waste. It did nothing. 
Pretty much, yeah. Well, he didn't know that. I know. But we'll get to Reagan momentarily. Yeah, because yeah, he 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 has a little badass appearance in the bit, but he does, yes. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, this was mostly about Rico. <laughs> it is mostly about Rico and her desire to to help the uh Nanachi and all that. Help everyone, help everyone for that matter, not just Nanachi. Yeah. Basically, um, um as they yeah, as they they uh, left, yeah. They left. As they're walking away trying to figure out what's next, they see the villagers are hunting and they're hunting this slime blob, slime blob thing. Yeah, uh Eloko starts to explain it to them. Yeah, we find out yeah, because these people can't leave. (laughs) Yeah, we find out this slime blob thing is a um was a former villager and it managed somehow by some miracle to escape to leave the village and now it's come back as as a predator. And so they are trying to capture or kill this thing for food or value or something. And this fucking slime blob thing is just fucking up villagers left and right, burning them, killing them, eating them. It's wild. Even like this, even one like one of those big beast things that got burnt alive, basically. Basically, dude, it was fucking wild. One of the three, um, what was sages? It? The three sages was happened to be a beast. And we find yeah. out later on that the, the sage, these aren't the OG sages. Like yeah. they can be changed. And we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah, we'll um, get that in a bit. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. And so basically. Um, Rico's Rico's trying to figure out like what are we doing? What are we doing? What can we do to help them? What can we do to help them? And so she's like, I got an idea. Goes to Magica. I need you to prepare something for me. And we see the Magica gain what like a racer body, racer type. Yeah, basically body. get equipment to go faster. <laughs> get equipment to go faster. And he gains that equipment because Rico sacrificed her hair, her long hair, mm-hmm. cut it short. Yep. It's a good and look. It is, it's not a bad look at all. Yeah. She looks more tomboyish, but it fits her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it fits her. But so anyway. Yeah, start throwing the slime thing around. Yeah. I guess to the point where it was more like a mirror type. Yeah, they, they basically put it through a mirror to stop it. Kind of yeah. stop it in its tracks. And then basically the people try to stop it. Yeah, these people are, are like, like stab it. It looks like it's working. Yep. And then that thing was like powered up, like psych, psych, and Kill, it start, yeah, and, it's, and it starts taking some of the hollows, and then it almost stabbed Rick, but Ma jumped in, and Ma sacrificed himself. I was like, and, no, Ma! <laughs> and so as Rico is losing her, her shit, she's like, "What are we gonna do?" We see our first appearance of the Prushka. season of Prushka, and Prushka whispers, her soul whispers to Rico. Blow me. To like blow the whistle. Use me, but I wanted to be funny. Yeah, blow me. me. Blow and, me, mommy. And so she blew her. And you see like these wind blades, something cutting it. Yeah. Wind hey, blades cut it. And then we see what the wind blades were. Matt, what were the wind blades? It was fucking reg. It was Shiny. goddamn reg. So sh- chrome, like shiny, his arms, his helmet. It turns Come out w- with uh, Rico's whistle, it controls relics. Like it's, yes, and and re- and Reg is a relic. Well, you find out from the previous episode, Reg is a relic, and now Reg looks like a bona fide KKK member with his white <laughs> fucking hair on. Stop it! <laughs> it's not pointy, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I had to say that joke, but no, uh-huh. Reg looks badass. He's wearing all white. He's super overpowered. 
and using basically their combined skills, they're able to defeat the um the slime. Able to defeat the slime. And you know, I I you know, I thought they fucking combined Reg's hand. What happened to Reg's arm? Rico still has it. Oh. They never repaired it fully. I thought they repaired it. No, they did, no, they did not. They tried to. <laughs> mm. But no, she still has it. Okay. I thought they left it. I was like, he's going No, 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 no. They, they have to find someone that, that could actually fix it. Which makes sense, considering he's a... He's a, a, he's a relic, relic, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway. So we get that. And so basically, we see one of the sages come over. And um, he's like, like, how can we ever repay you and all this? Yeah, yeah. And she asks, is there a way to save Nanashi? Yeah. And he says, there's only one way. And you have to, basically, you have to catch Fapita. Yeah. And they're like, Fapita. And Reg's like, yeah, how did that go with Fapita? Like, we had conversation, but, you know, she it went nowhere for him. Basically, yeah. And so, but we can tell that what's her face is going to play a big role in it. Eluka? Yeah, because her and Fapita. Also, we forgot that uh, Mogi, the chef, was like questioning Eluko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been, I've been here for years. I've never seen you before. And she's like, well, I was part of the original um, the original Suicide Squad. Yeah, they, she was, called the Suicide Squad. I was like, yeah, yep. she did. She called them the Suicide Well, I mean, they, they called themselves that, too, in a way. Yeah. In opening. But she's part, I was part of the original Suicide Squad, and I was also one of the original three, uh, three sages. But I got... Um, What's it called? I got greedy, and you know, here I am this now. This was her. This was her payment. Yeah, yeah. So she, can she leave the village? What? Can she leave the village? I don't think so. I mean, well, I guess because she. Well, no, never mind. Because I was gonna say the village. She retained her human form, but I was like, oh, the village doesn't have the. Uh, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, what exactly happened? Why it doesn't have the force? You know, in a way, like I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this because it's like one half of me is like happy that they don't have to worry, but they can go up and down stuff without having to worry about losing fucking humanity and throwing up and shit. And the other half of me kind of like is like, you know, like it's gonna be such a shock when they, when eventually they go to like, I'd imagine they go to the seventh layer, the next layer, and it's gonna be that way where they can't go up. Otherwise, you're gonna see them fucking like just explode or some shit, you know? Right. But no, solid episode. I can't wait. Every time I see an episode, they reveal more. They do a fantastic job of that. They give you more, and then they give you more questions to yeah, uh, fill those. I I I I just love this show. <laughs> I do too. It's, I do too. Again, it's it's very engaging. <laughs> it's definitely trending to a five. There's several anime that are trending to a five. Yeah. All righty, the real oh, hit event. So that would normally be it, but. We, but we kind of we kind of had to. It's it fits in Japan. We will talk about it, and so we're gonna spend our last couple minutes before our, our outros talking about Bullet Train. Hey, we watched it. We're like, no, because I, I saw the trailer months ago. I was like, I have to see this. I saw it a few. Yeah, I saw it a couple months ago myself, and I was like, this looks so fucking wild, and it's in Japan. I gotta watch it. Yep, and you know what? Let's I, let's review it. <laughs> It was fucking great. It was fun. We're not, we're not going to spoil anything. No. Does characters are great. Fighting's fun. I love the twins. <laughs> yes, twins were twins were low key highlight. Twins yes. were low key highlight. Uh, Bad Bunny kept making appearances, and that was funny. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't know it was him until I saw him. Screen. I was like, oh, okay, that is Bad Bunny. That's one of the reasons why everybody and their mother is going to go watch it because of Bad Bunny, because of how popular it is. Brad Pitt I, was great with his comedic timing and his, oh, yeah. uh, and the principle of his character just being like a snatch and grab guy. And now he's caught. But he's like bad luck. Yeah, he's like this he's bad, bad luck. luck yeah. And he's caught up in this bullshit. And then the twist at the end with why he's caught up in the bullshit. Oh, yep. that made me fucking die. I was like, oh. yo, bro, so many Japanese tropes as well. Um, I, I fucking, did you like that cameo on the bus on the train? Oh, which one? The, doppel- the doppelganger. Which one? Uh, the guy that Brad Pitt talks to. The. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh yeah. Uh, what do you need me to do, man? Is it? Is this a sex thing? Yeah, it's like it's not a sex thing. It's not a sex thing. Oh man. All right. Well, what's going on? He was really looking forward to it. Yeah, I know. Like he was, he was waiting. He was definitely waiting for it. He's like, oh. 200 yen? Yeah, but yeah, Lemon, Tangerine were great. Uh, Prince was funny for a bit. Yes. White Death was someone I did not expect. <laughs> who was the Who's the guy who plays him? Michael Shannon. I, he looks so familiar, but then I couldn't like pinpoint it. Yeah, it was Michael Shannon, yeah. Yeah, White Death was dope. Um, I hated that fucking girl, his daughter. Uh, Prince? I hated her. No, I, I like what happened to her at the end. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> my that was one of my favorite parts. I was the only guy that was laughing. I was laughing hysterically. Yeah. I was dying laughing. I literally said it out loud what it was. Yeah. And I was like, yo, it's beep beep. Like, yo, that shit uh, had me dying. Yeah, uh, I was glad me and Bash for the only ones in the fear because so we couldn't laugh if I did yell like, yes. <laughs> That's how we were for freaking for Inu for Inuo. Like my homegirl yeah. and I were the only ones in the theater for Inuo, and so we had like open wow. dialogue in the middle of like the movie. Nice, nice about it because we were like trying to process how like weird it was, but how interesting and like it was for us as well. Yeah. Like literally, we saw Inuo, and then we went like literally across the fucking hallway to go see Bullet Train, like right afterwards. Yeah. So I, you know, I probably yeah. could have, I probably could have gotten. Well, no, probably not. I was gonna say I probably could have gotten away with not buying a ticket, and I was like, no, I probably would have had to buy a ticket because I some my seat, our seats probably, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, um, dude, it was fucking, it was awesome. Like I said, the, the so many hilarious moments, so much blood and gore. I didn't expect the amount of blood and gore. That shit was next level. I haven't seen that much blood and gore in a while. Yeah, I, I, I also enjoyed the uh, quiet room. <laughs> yeah, quiet. I, I uh, happened in the quiet room. I, I thought it was fun. That bitch needed to get fucking shot too. Oh, not talk about that. Talk about with Lemon and him in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, with the fight. Yeah, yeah, that was good shit. Like they dragged um, buddy buddy when they tell shut up. Oh my god, but I was I was also tired of seeing like projectile blood vomiting. I was annoyed at that. Yeah. I was like, oh, and they kept showing it for like seven different scenes. I was like, why? Uh, Fucking why? And would you call it? Uh, the Elder was badass. El- I loved Elder. Elder yes. was one of my favorite things. I really felt for the fucking for the for the young guy, the young Japanese guy. I fell for him. Uh, Yuichi. Yeah. 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 I felt for him. I was like, "Oh, come on, man!" <laughs> but no, I mean that it made total sense. Everything that happened with that, with yeah, that, everything, uh, yeah, everything worked out great. And, and they took for, and I guess that's why it's a two-hour movie because it's like they kept adding question after question after question after yeah. question. Then they gave you answers to two questions. Then they had question, question, question. And gave you answers to two more questions. Yeah. Question, question, question. They gave you answer to one question, question. They gave you like five different answers 
Like there were points where like they would give you like a bunch of questions, give you a couple answers, give you more questions, give you a couple more answers, and then give you a, a one more question, and then they, that question answers a chunk of yep. answers that like literally pieced together. Like it was a web. That one good way to describe Bullet Train. It's a web of a. It's a convoluted story webbed together to make a beautiful like yeah. beautiful web. Yeah, as well as if you want to just shut your brain off, have some entertainment, you'll get it from this. If you want blood and gore and laughter and good fight scenes and um, just, yeah, a solid show about a solid movie, rather, of crazy action in Japan on a boat, this is it. I gave it a solid four out of five. Yeah, same. All righty, closing thoughts. I'm tired. Me too. So, um, just as, as if anybody's listening at this stage, um, we normally record on Thursdays. As we said, Matt is taking a vacation to celebrate that he got married. I don't think we talked about that, did we, we Matt? Did. We did. Did we? Yeah, last week. I don't recall. Well, anyway, again, exciting. Yeah, no, but no, I'm I'm going go to see my friends, see my family. What are you doing for a honeymoon? Was that like show to Iceland a honeymoon already for that trip? We just wherever we want to go. We're, we're not gonna have like a honeymoon, honeymoon. Yeah, not for a, a while. Not for a while. I mean, if you keep talking shit about the post office, you might. No, so anyway, so Matt's going on a little trip back to the city. Um, and then uh, when we come back uh, next Thursday, we're going to talk about the Dragon Ball movie. Yes, I'm watching it tomorrow. Matt is watching it uh, tomorrow and, and Tuesday, and you're watching it Friday. So that'll be interesting. We'll give our review on that. Um, and yeah. No, in terms of like the, the week, uh, solid week, we're officially at the halfway point of the season now for all of our anime. Yeah. Um, and we're beyond it for a few and it's a very 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 strong season i was thinking about this like literally briefly today before the show i was like you know i was like at least for for example for um uh what's it called um my isekai life i can already it's i'm already at eight of 12 episodes i'm already on episode next week will be episode nine and so for me that would be the first anime that i'm gonna finish and then i can rate right now because i tend to rate them with like a quarter with three quarters done and I'm trying to decide. And I was like, I enjoy it. It's tough for me because like I enjoy so many of these anime, but I don't want to overrate them because I find myself sometimes overrating them. And then I'll let yeah. a conversation with you or somebody like Sean or somebody on a, on a show, like either it'll probably like I'll lower it after the fact. And like, I just started like in my head trying to process like the rankings that I'm going to do. And it's so tough because there's so many shows that are neck and neck. I can yeah. definitely give you a top five, but in terms of like the overall like ranking, it's gonna be tough because these shows yeah. are producing like really solid episode after. Really yeah, it's gonna episode. it's gonna be very difficult. The fact that some are actually be left out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's not I, that they're bad. It's just we just like these better. Well, I know. I'm watching 17 different shows. 16 if you exclude Boruto. Yeah, I'm watching 16 different shows. Well, I will probably add Tekken when I'm on the island because that's gonna be all dropped on Netflix. Which one? Tekken. Tekken, like the the fighting game. Yeah, they have an anime for that. Yeah, they're gonna talk about the uh, third story. So, 
I see. I love playing Tekken, but I never follow the storyline on Tekken. I uh, oh, oh, I I usually just follow the story in Tekken. So that, that's usually like that's what I enjoy. It's, yeah, did they take it off analysts? Oops, I backed out on accident. <sighs> I, I was trying to swipe so I can get somewhere, and it swiped away. Um. My bad. Anyway, I was saying I, I like playing with my homeboys, but I never really followed the story like that. Yeah, tech, yeah, Tech and Bloodline. It comes out soon. I see. I I don't know. I don't know if I'll watch that or not because, like you said, it's the third story. It's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it focuses on Jin. Have they done animes on the other two stories? Uh no. They did a small thing like twenty years ago about Tech and One. I don't know if I can. Like, I, I want to watch it, but I, I can because I know the story. Yeah, you know the story. You know the story, and it's like I don't know. I guess it was different because when I watched like uh, what was that one anime we just finished watching? She, uh, she, what was it? The Chinese one that had to do with the game. Shenmue. Shenmue. Like I was able to watch it because they started at the very beginning, but you had more of a background, which is why I gave you more of an appreciation for it than I did. Yeah. For this, they're starting like directly in the middle. That's another thing, like why, like I enjoy Ruby very much, but it's not going to get very high marks for me because of the fact that I don't have the same base as somebody that suffered through that entire fucking series, right. where they can like place this somewhere or they understand like the characters, you know. So it's tough for me to be able to like watch something and then just like pick it up. And there's so many other ones. Like there's uh, the other one that's dropping in September, in late September, I think, or early September, the second half. We got a bastard. Watch that yeah. yeah, bastard. That's oh, Tony God. Uh, and we yeah. uh, we heard that the first half is solid. We've heard the first half is really good of bastard. You know. Um, and there's another Netflix one. Oh well, th- never mind. This is unrelated. I was, I, you know, what I've realized I'd never finished Dota, Dragon Breath. Oh yeah. They dropped the part two and they're dropping a part three. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Bastard Part One got six point seven five. I've heard good things about it. I mean, that's not a good rating right there, but I've heard good things about it. Uh, yeah, it's basically it's, it's not. It's more of those. It's like it's not for everyone. And why? Because it's story. Because of gore. Because I think it's pretty gore. Gorgeous. Heavy metal. Like screamo metal? I mean, but I, I, don't know. I, I didn't watch. <laughs> I just want to see fucking good animation. Gore's fine, you know. Yeah, nudity's fine. As long as I'm not seeing like projectile spinning fucking exorcist vomit. It, it, and I'm it's, good. it's an R-rated thing. Mild nudity. <laughs> needs more sex. Everything needs more sex. Yeah. All right. You ready more to wrap seg. it up? More sags. More sags. But yeah, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, I want to go beat my meat and go to sleep. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, we topped our we topped our cake. We ate our cake. We're full of cake. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. Uh, you guys will follow our Twitter at TalkToKakey. Uh, we want to thank Sean for being our editor. We want to thank W2M Network and Chairshot Radio for hosting us for where you find your favorite podcast. Again, Chairshot Radio, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, Audible. Mm-hmm. You name it, we're probably there. Mm-hmm. We're probably the under the desk keeping it balanced somewhere. <laughs> ah, under the desk doing some shady shit. Exactly. Uh, we have a Facebook group called Eat the Cake Anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Join that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you if you heard it through us, give us a shout. We will shout you out back. Mm-hmm. All right, your plugs. Yes, and before we continue, also shout out to 
our fans. Thank God for Facebook and the and the at everyone comment. We definitely got our most views thanks to that comment. Um, we've been people came in web most interactive. Yes, our death is definitely our most interactive show. It's one of the reasons why it lasted so long. Besides me fucking around a couple times, so our holidays. Yeah, yeah. Why we're over three hours for sure because I was fucking around and we were answering questions as a whole. But no, shout out to all the people that came through the through the chat again. If you're hearing this and you're listening to us. Dude, stop by. Let us know. We, on average, again, we normally go on live um, every Thursday. Again, this is a different episode. It's a Monday episode, but most Thursdays we go on live sometime around 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, somewhere around that vicinity. Um, and again, we're on all of these channels that we mentioned. Um, we're on, um, what's it called? On we mentioned all the all the the. The podcast channels but we're also on youtube now on w2m network we're on twitter on all of our twitters uh damien phoenix 12 at showstopper 24 that's my twitter um again we're we post live in the eat the cake group so you can always catch us there there are multiple avenues youtube as i mentioned uh twitch um there are multiple avenues for you to be able to catch us and if you can't catch us live then you can always reach out to us um uh, any of our messages you can also go to our our, our platforms and you can find the replays there because i know on twitter uh matt and i we definitely retweet and re uh, our replays um so you'll see that there as well but no if you're listening to this and you hear the interaction that we had definitely come on live give us the interactions we will talk we will talk to you we'll stop in the middle of our show like yeah, yeah there was this that happened and oh what do you mean fucking this guy is and what the fuck are you talking about random fan exactly. we'll talk to you and it'll make it onto the show as you can tell um, but yeah, just real briefly, my plugs again on Twitter, S H O S T O P P A 24 on, on Instagram, A I underscore anime 24. That's I anime 24. That's my, po- that's my anime Instagram. My podcast Instagram is podcast dot senpai. You can follow me on there again. As Matt said, we have, um, link trees on all of our socials. So you can find any of our endeavors, any of our podcasts, any of each other's information. Um, you'll find it there. Any way you can reach out to us find our stuff, listen to us. You'll find it fairly easy on all the stuff that we do on my analyst page is analyst.co slash S H O S T O P P A two, four, nine. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm probably missing some other plugs, but that's about it. All righty. Uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week. Arigato, Anato, Faku and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan. Bye.